I mean, I want them to feel comfortable. <laughs> oh, man. We got a lot of crowd here today. That's so. dope. That's dope, you know, man. Um, all right, y'all. Well, we're going to get this going. My name is Ernesto Palomino. This is my boy, Obe. Go ahead. My name is Obed, or people know him as Obi. He and I just finally got to brainstorming. We're like, why don't we just do a show and uh, put it out there and see what kind of energy comes back? Right. You know, I've known... I've known him, man, freshman year of high school. Yeah. Uh, well over what now? Almost 20 years. Eight plus years, yeah. I know we aging ourselves, but it's all good. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Anyway, so everybody out there listening, taking the time to, to kind of vibe with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for the time. And basically what we're going to do here is we're going to create a show that we're going to talk about lifestyle. We're going to talk about culture. We're going to talk about careers, anything and everything. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, it's just a cool, chill vibe conversation that we're trying to put out. Ovid has his own show, The Ozone. I got a, <laughs> a, a I'm going to do my plug. Uh, go, so ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Free I, plug, free plug. I have a, another show called The American Experience. They're both on Spotify, Apple Music. Apple. <laughs> you know? I'm working on Pandora. So. Yeah. You know, and, and our platform, you know, uh, <laughs> we want to send a shout out to Maximum Media. Um, they're the ones that are, you know, nice enough to sponsor us and and you know put us on the air so you can also check out the show at maximummediagroup.com and so we just you know we're gonna get it going first off you know i dude i love the setup man. like <laughs> thank it, thank for you. real like you you I are mean, chill. you're a worldly <laughs> traveled person like let me just say that because uh, i mean i do all right I mean, dude, I on find a budget. it. No, and, and no, no kidding, man. How many of us ain't balling on a budget trying to go out, you know, Shit. trying to take a little trip somewhere? And, yeah. You know, trying to find cheap airfare, trying well, to go somewhere. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, I've, well, you saw the countries that I've been to or some that my friends have been to. I mean, yo. But like, I've never been to Mexico. Uh-huh. Mexico's right there. Yeah. Eight hours driving, two and a half. I've never, st- I have I have yet to step foot on Mexican soil. And, and let me tell you something, man. When Mexicans get their papers, first place we go to is Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get offended, y'all. Y'all know it's true. It's true. It's true. Like, I, I even told that to uh, my parents one time. I said, man, y'all get y'all papers. Like, the first thing y'all do is, like, you run back to Mexico. Yeah. I'm like, how come y'all don't go, like, to, Some you know, Europe? Country. Go yeah. to, you know, go up north. Go to Canada. Uh, but they ended up going to Cuba. And uh, my oh, mom—that's well, not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad, that's right? Not bad at all. So my mom and my dad took a trip to Cuba, and it's been like one of her lifelong trips on her bucket list. Okay. And so they went to Havana. They did the nice. whole thing. Um, what was interesting though is when she called me, and she said, "Hey, I'm just calling, you know, to let you know where we're at. You know, we're having a blast. I can't be on the phone with you for too long because they listen. Do they really? Yeah. And I was like, all right. And you could hear, like, the breeze of the beach. And I was just jealous, man, because I was like, man, you in Havana, man. <laughs> yeah, of all the places. Yeah. And Cuba. I, yeah, in Cuba, you know, and you in another country. But, yeah. But in any case, like, I just find it so interesting. Like, she was like, yeah, I can't talk to you for too long because they listening. And oh, I was shit. like, they listening. I was like, yo. And to me, it, it's it's fascinating, right, because you're <clears throat> you're in another country. Yeah. 
it, but they you know they they just roll a little bit different you know their, their government is just different yeah and and you know i mean they allow you to come and chill so it's like you're a guest in their crib so you just oh, yeah. gotta play by their rules and of course you know i mean we ain't hiding and so i'm like okay mom no worries well, yeah i love you you know you we'll see you can get back and, and, and i wonder if like if all the countries do that are just communists because when i went to spain yeah like because my passport stamped spanish like so many times they're like oh again <laughs> and one asked me why do you come here so much i'm like well first of all the food and the women <laughs> and the culture <laughs> he just laughed at me <laughs> he looked at me you so should have been like yo i got a little honey dip you know <laughs> <laughs> I got a tia out here, man. So it's kind of like... you know, that's believable because yeah. you have like a tia everywhere, man. Exactly, man. You know, I got families everywhere. So when they asked me, he's like, why are you coming so much? I'm like, well, food and the women. Yeah. And the culture. And and we're like, and... Man, talk, have family here, talk, so. talk about like running with the bulls, man. Like how they have that. I haven't... Dark. That is one thing I would want to experience, but I probably wouldn't want to do also. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, you know, shit. I probably couldn't even keep up with them. That shit's you scary, know, bro. Like, but I wouldn't mind experiencing it by being there. I mean, you know? listen, I mean, if you run but a, running with them fools, I don't, I don't know if I can do all of that. I mean, if you run a five two, like I mean, man. you might have a chance. But I mean, you know, we we way past our our prime, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a jogger, yeah, speed walker. Like, like, look, I, I run in the city, but I <laughs> the my new balances, dog, for real. Um, nah, no, and and the thing is, man, we're we we, we look at our aspirations and our yeah. goals right like it's always like oh we want to travel we want to go out to the beach we want to you know and and a lot of the times when we find ourselves because and i don't know if it's a culture thing i don't mm-hmm. know if it's but i do remember like growing up and really not going on vacations man because my parents uh like many other like from you know mexican backgrounds yeah. we we just know work you yeah. know and it's always like we're saving for later for later for later and i think sometimes that indoctrinates you or mentalizes you to while it's good to save it's always like like it's almost like travel is never really pushed on us yeah so there's always like you have to find a way to break that mold and say hey i'm gonna stop go. and i'm gonna go it's like a stigma you know because my parents growing up you know mm-hmm. I mean, my mom's the one that, that loves to travel. So yeah. I guess that's where I got the travel bug was from her because I've been traveling since I was two because her family, her sisters live in New York. Dope. So every year it was either during the summer if I wasn't in summer school yeah. or during the winter breaks, it was either New York or Salvador, but it was mostly because of my mom because she has family in both places. And so since I was two, you know, I took my first solo flight maybe mm-hmm. when I was maybe 15 and 16 15 16 when i went to new york the first time on my own yeah prior to that was always with my mom mm-hmm. and all my cousins in new york were all about the same age so uh when i went by myself you know i was like oh shit i like this yeah. you know i can go and please when i want and it wasn't until later in life when i found out i always had i always knew i had a family in spain mm-hmm. but once we finally connected and reached out to each other i mean that's when i said screw it i'm leaving you know first of all my uncle, one uncle has been, mm-hmm. you know, but my other cousins have been, but they were young. So I went as a young adult. Yeah. And man, it was great just to go. It was, ex- it was it's exhilarating. Same, it's it, city, it is, right? you know, cause you're like, okay. But thing is, I'm in a country where I speak the language. So there's no language barrier, mm-hmm. you know, but now if it was like Morocco, that's a whole different story. Cause you know, they, Egypt. 
yeah, yeah. The language is different. Yeah. So you're like trying to point at things or, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know if somebody's trying to scam into something or yeah. trying to, you know, just something to you. So you're just like more cautious. But I mean, like for me traveling, you know, that's just my way. I work hard. I play hard, hard or whatever. But yeah. even, if it, even if it's just for a weekend, you know, I think everybody deserves a little weekend trip just to get out of the city, uh-huh. you know, just to get out, you know, like for me, just to take a drive to maybe I don't know to Bucky's and Terrell is good enough for me, yeah. and that's about twenty minutes from us because you're also about twenty twenty five minutes yeah. to Bucky. So you know, even that for me, it's like a little quick mini vacation because I'm on the road. It's just me and my music, you know. Not thinking about work at all. It's just you know mm-hmm. what I'm what I'm gonna get at Bucky's. So I think you know everybody should do it. I hate people say, well, I don't have time. No, you got time. You just don't want to or don't want to spend that money, well, which is fine. I mean, well, I travel on a budget. Yeah. I mean, because I've been to, I've spent maybe $1,100 when I went to Spain the first time to, and that's just a plane ticket. That's not including the and, car rental. And and not only that, like, just to let you know, like, 1100 you can spend $1,100 on some bullshit. Yeah. On some bullshit. A couple of shoes. Go. <laughs> Clothes. I, I, no joke. Dude. Yeah. I mean, you could run through eleven hundred dollars in two weeks. Yeah. Doing what? Not a damn thing. Think about it, it, just on some daily shit. Yeah. Lunch. All the times you go out to eat lunch. <laughs> Twenty bucks. Gas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Buying shoes. Yeah. Whatever it is. Unnecessary stuff. Yeah, unnecessary stuff. <laughs> just think about that. And that's the thing. Like I remember my dad always told me, like, if you want to go somewhere, you got to plan for it. And yeah. Put away the money, right? So, and that's true. So every check you start trying to put, put, aside. It, put aside something because that's your goal, right? Yeah. And if you adamant about going to a place, you're going to make it happen. Yeah. And so I think that's probably where the mentality shift has to happen. And, yeah. And that's the mind shift where if we really kind of look at it, like that is the basis or the starting line for anything is yeah. a mind shift. You have to have a mind shift. You want to work out. You want to start losing weight. You want to start eating better. Yeah. It's a mental, it's a mind shift, mind. man. Because nothing... Anything that we say, oh, with, it takes you seven days to drop a bad habit. Well, that's I true. I it was two weeks. I heard it, I heard it was seven days. Oh, but yeah, you're right. If it may, that repetitive. Yeah, it's repetitive. It's, it's, what it's, it's called. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mental training yeah, right, yeah. that you're doing, right? I'll give you an example. When when I was trying to cut back and, and, and lose some weight, I was like, okay, well, I got to check my eating, right? So I go to a, a wing establishment because they're not paying us <laughs> right. to go to a wing <laughs> establishment, right? Well, guess what? I'm going to get that A-piece. But guess what? I don't want fries. I want veggie sticks. Ugh. So little shifts like that allowed me to still enjoy the meal, but I don't feel as heavy because I didn't eat the fries or the salt, the sodium. I I, I had veggie sticks. I think that's the millennium move right there. You know, you just you just you know. Yeah. Now I'm not saying not deprive myself. Yeah. I'll, st- I'll still get the fries every once in a while, but yeah, it's it's all a mental shift. So well, what so happens? Go ahead. No, no. Since we're talking about like like purchasing stuff, just like off topic question what's have you bought anything out out of an impulse purchase man i'm trying to do that right now it's my birthday bro <laughs> <Are> you not? <laughs> I, was, I was asking you about that little bottle you got up there. <laughs> 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 hey man you mind if i go grab some true go ahead man, oh, man I said the name. dude you got edited out it'd <laughs> <laughs> be so bad i told you man you know i i'll take a water and don't edit that out <laughs> you sure you sure? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So, have you bought? I digress. Have, I digress. You, have you purchased something impulsively? 
And yeah. what and what was it? And oh what was it that you God. bought that you bought impulsive? Real talk. Real talk. Real that talk, I, man. Because um, on the ozone, I like to keep it one hundred. Uh-huh. You know, we can cuss, we can whatever uh, you want to say. Because I wanted to be natural. Yeah. I wanted to be, but it's not the this ain't the ozone. We gonna yeah, we we gonna we gonna do that. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I have no problem with that. So the impulse buy was <laughs> okay. Hold that. Hold that thought. Uh huh. Impulse purchase. Uh-huh. The proudest and not the and not the proudest moment when you bought when you purchased something. You mean like I regretted it? Yeah. The, day, the next yeah. day. Yeah. Man. Because <laughs> there had to be something you're like, fuck, I'm stuck with this. No, I mean, and then you're like, oh hell yeah, like I'm gonna do this and this and this and that. All right, so the impulse buy that I that I've ever made is buying my first car, 2007 Dodge Charger. I was a little buzzed. So <laughs> this is what happened. I'll tell you the story. So me and my brother, it was World Cup time. Mexico okay. Mexico was playing Uruguay. Okay. And me and my brother, my oldest brother, shout out to you, bro. I hope you're getting better. So we, we went down to uh, this very popular bar establishment. Okay. <laughs> you're going to see that, man. I ain't going to say no names. But anyway, we went down there and me and my brother, we just started drinking pitchers of beer, bro. Like this is like at 10 a.m., dude. Cause I day think, drinking yeah day drinking so like i remember the game started like at 10 11 ish i don't know because from they, brazil yeah i believe it was probably Cause, brazil cause that was the last world brazil cup. world cup yeah. and so anyway um Russia, I wanted to. so we were outside and we were just day drinking bro and mind you at the time i was 26 years old i didn't i never had a car never owned a car everywhere i went yeah i was getting picked up I was, I, I guess, and that's the thing I sometimes think about because I'm like either like because girls come and pick me up, bro. Like no matter what, like I'd be like, you're look, suave, man. You, but that's you, the thing, right? You just so you, got word. You so just got the way with them. We just gonna sway. We just gonna sway <laughs> conversation that way, right? But um, so anyway, so you know, we we day drinking, and my brother looks at me. He's like, hey, man, Mexico lost, by the way. So I, we were just like, man, of course, we were like, f that. So my brother looks at me. He's like, "Hey man, I let's go get you a car." And I was like, "Right now?" And he was like, "Yeah, right now." So we were both, mind you, we're like inebriated, inebriated, yeah. like dumbasses. And then we just take off, go to the dealership, straight off the lot, straight off the lot, brand man. new, brand two thousand six, two thousand seven. Oh my bad, seven. It was almost like semi brand new, man. Because I bought the car in '09. And it only had thirty thousand miles on it. Wait, wait. So, you, so you were twenty six back then. Twenty six, bro. Yeah. And you pre- now no license, no insurance. What you mean, no license? Nothing, bro. And they let me drive off the lot with that dog. I just gave them fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen. And they were just like, "It's yours." Yeah, like straight <laughs> up, bro. And that was my first car ever, dude. Like my first ride. What? You, my brother thought it was such a good deal that my brother was like, "Look, if you let it go for that much." I'll get another one from you. So he got himself, a, he got himself a 2008 Dutch Charger. <laughs> so we both got off the lot with two Chargers, dude. Yeah, that was, and that was like on the impulse, bro, like straight up. Um, now one that you could say, like, so is oh, that the one that you regret, or is that the one that? No, nah, I, I don't regret that, man. One. That was that was a proud moment, dude. Okay. I mean, your I first had, car. Yeah, it's my first car, cash. Yeah, up. man, and and my brother helped me. I only had a little bit of money okay. at the time, and but at at the same time, you know, my brother was like, yeah, you know, that's my brother was like, yo, like, here, go okay. ahead, go, let's get this, and you know, I've always told him that too. Like my my brother, my oldest brother, he's he's like. 
kind of like my my other dad because okay. i mean i got my dad yeah. you know but he was like kind of like the second dad that i had because he well that father figure yeah he gave me here. you know he's 10 years older than me so okay. when i was coming up he was telling me you know dress style and you know so how, to, how to behave he, on you know when you go to high school well he's giving you that swag shit, yeah. you know what i'm saying like he teach me about music teach me about you know um how to dress cut hair he cut my hair by the way he was the first one gave me fade me up when i was <laughs> when i was a teenager because he was like dude what you doing with this chia pet you got going on here <laughs> i said like, you about to go to high school and i was like nah bro and he taught me how to dress dude, i used to dress in like baggy clothes man jeans t-shirt yeah. And he was like, "No, nah, bro, like that ain't gonna." Because you've always been like sharp dressed, like like I, that's because like, of him. Because this is the first time I see you wearing jeans. Yeah. I mean shorts. Yeah. Because every time I see you, like you're always dressed down to a T. But which, by the way, man, like and shave. You haven't shaved it, today, it, so it's another. Nah. And, and let me tell you something before we we go down the style swag conversation. <laughs> when I first met you, I thought you was from New York. <laughs> I, I, I was like, that dude from New York. And I was like, that dude got a New York vibe to him. I was like, I think he's from New York. And I didn't put it past you because I was like, well, he's Salvadoran and Latinos when they, it's not too far-fetched to see Latinos come from New York yeah. that are not Mexican. So I, I know that Puerto Ricans aren't just the only ones that reside up there. Yeah. So I was like, there's pockets of every, every Latino out there. So on Hempstead. when I got that, when I got that vibe from you, I was like, that dude from New York. And I mean, you know, it is what it is, but we vibed and I try, you know, and yeah. so, uh, but I digress. So, so the the purchase that I regret, I don't even I don't have a top five or anything like that for that. At I least made, that one, you know, like man, nah, bro, I can't <laughs> I can't say because to be honest with you, like I'm not gonna spend no money if I'm and not really because, feeling it. Yeah, yeah, like if I feel it, like oh, I gotta have that. Yeah. like yeah, or I need it. I don't make round and trips to the mall just to go and yeah. see. Same no, here. man, I just what I need and I'm Same. on. Yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, you know, because growing up, like my dad would always, because my things are, because my biggest things are shoes and watches, mm -hmm. and like I love watches, and like my dad bought me my first well timepiece because yeah. I learned that that's grown man talk. Yeah, yeah that's, that's grown man talk. So yeah, I think there's like a a price limit to where you just call them watches to timepieces. Yeah, so I got a timepiece because. You, you got to differentiate yeah. the difference, right? So what I got is a watch. It's a watch, yeah. Yeah. It, it, but see, I'm I'm very, I got to the point where I find myself going, all right, if I'm going to spend this much money, <laughs> yeah, am I going to use it? Yeah. Am I, how bad do I want it? Yeah. Do I want it or do I need do it? Exactly. It? And so that, that's kind of where my, my decision making comes from because there's things that you're like, yeah, I can skip on it. And and, and recently, man, I've become way more like unattached yeah. to things where I've like do closet cleanses, donate. Yeah. I, I really just look at my closet and I'm like, I don't need nothing else. Yeah. You know? And and then not only that, man, it's like when it comes to shoes, I, dude, and you've probably had friends or cousins or family members drive around, walk around with like 42 shoes mm. in their closet. I'm like, why so much shoes, bro? Yeah. Like, you only got two feet. Exactly. And, and, I don't know at the time. Yeah, you know if you and and for me, okay. So I bought a pair of Jordans, my first pair of Jordans last year, and it was an impulse buy, Jordan Elevens. Oh, nice impulse okay. buy, but I've always wanted them. Yeah, I've same. always wanted them, and but I would always feel bad because. But I'm did like, it hurt you when you bought them because the price it, was? It did not. 
but it didn't hurt you. No, it didn't hurt me. But but not because of what it caused, but it's more because of like growing up you wanted I them. wanted them. Yeah. I wanted them and I deserved them because I had I told myself, Hey, I'm gonna put aside money, like some money to money. get it. Yeah. And so it wasn't like oh I didn't have I just here. No, I had money saved up yeah, to for afford the, that. That particular person. Exactly. And so I just uh when I bought them, I was like, Man, I felt so happy, right? Yeah. They've been in my closet this whole time. Never have you worn them? Never worn them. That's that's what I'm telling you. But you know the thing, like because those are investments now. I, I mean, if you think about it, I, I, mean, I mean, those are investments now. And you know, and my girl would be like, "How come you don't wear them Jordans yet?" I was like, "I'm waiting for the right moment." That's true. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I may wear them today. It's my birthday. I don't know, man. But hey, go I may. Be, I may. Might I, as well, you know. I, but that's just don't thing. crease them too much. Okay, so. The other day we went to the outlet and I saw some fly ass Adidas, man. And I'm like, I want those. But then I stopped myself and I was like, what am I going to wear? Them? Yeah. I was like, I got like four pairs of classic Adidas. I got the high tops, the black on black. Okay. I got, nice. the, I got the gray with the white stripes Ooh. and I got the whites with the blue stripes. High oh, tops. The, you know, like school. the Fresh Prince, yeah. Fresh Prince ones. The basketball ones. Yeah, yeah, I have those, man. And I'm like, I'm about to go drop another hundred something for these yeah. Adidas that I meet. You know, what am I going to do with my other ones? I ain't even rocking them. I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to save my money and I'm going to invest it and put it in, Something you else. know, put it into my, you know, my Dodge or whatever. Actually, right now, I'm in a dilemma right now because, you know. Talk about it. With the Nike, you, you can customize your shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, being with this whole Latinx culture and cancel culture is like, mm-hmm. F that. So I started, and I have it saved on my phone. Yeah. So I'm Salvadorian. Our colors are blue, white, and blue. Okay, yeah. So I've already customized, you know, where I want the blue, where I want the white. I think it's like a, a buck 30 okay. for a pair of shoes. Yeah. Now, I've, I have yet to spend more than $100 on a pair of sneakers. Now, when it comes to dress shoes, yeah, I would drop down a yeah. pretty penny because... It's for timeless, timeless, and it's only if they're leather sole. Uh-huh. Forget all that rubber sole. No, I mean I want leather sole. Mm-hmm. So, so the Nikes, I have them saved on my phone, and I'm like, do I need them or do I want them? I think you want them? I because, do, but because the thing, like, am I gonna wear them? Because for me, for me, it's more like of a sentimental value, a sentimental value, like my culture, my so. My so, Salvadorian culture colors on the shoe. Yeah. So it, it's it's deeper than that, right? So yeah. you identify that the reason you want them is because it's sentimental value to you, right? Yeah. So it's no different than somebody restoring, you know, their grandpa's Chevy truck or uh, restoring something that was handed down to them or something that they had when they were kids, Correct. right? So I think that in my personal opinion, if you feel that way about it, you just go ahead and get them because- yeah. $130 today is going to be $130 tomorrow yeah. or the next week or the next month. Um, Obviously, you know, if you feel like you're kind of on the fence about it, yeah. I I think you probably need to identify more what's really stopping you. Yeah. Is it the money or is it just that are you going to wear them? Because yeah. you're not really buying them to wear them. You're yeah. buying them to, I mean, dude, like you got a, you know, Parker jersey autograph dog. Like, yeah. You gonna wear that? 
No, but it's displayed. It's, it's nicely displayed well, in a frame. And they won't fit, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a whole different that's story. That's a different story. That's one of the podcasts. Okay, so that's the thing. Like, Okay, yeah. so you have a Cowboys autographed football there. Are yeah, you going to play with that? No, hell no. Well, now that, because of the autographs on it, that's probably valued yeah. way more than $100. Although like, there are some autographs I wish I didn't have, but I got Drew Pearson on the on the left. Facts, bro. That dude's a Hall Travis, of Famer. Travis Frederick on the left. Dog, also. Hall of Famers, dog. Like Martin. I, I mean, Travis I Frederick. Joe Sensabaugh. I don't know why I got his. Sensabaugh. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all we all make mistakes. Mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. Because at the time, you know, you just thinking I'm getting a Cowboy players autograph. You know, I mean, yeah. obviously, we got the triplets right there. We're like, oh yeah, you know, you get Troy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, dude, if you get it, I got a Roger Staubach. Do you really? I have a Roger Staubach autograph. Jersey or? No, it's it's a football. It's a, it's a Roger oh, Staubach man. autograph, man, with the Moose Johnson. They made an appearance at, okay. a, at a Blockbuster years oh, ago. Yeah, years Blockbuster, ago. for those who don't know, yeah, yeah. was that's Netflix. A, that's a spot. <laughs> that's I mean, a spot, yeah. And, 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 I think it, I still have my or my dad's card. The little plastic the laminate? Little plastic <laughs> card. <laughs> I have it somewhere like yeah. in my photo albums on there, I think. Yeah. Now, it, look, and and even there was an experience. We talking about Bucky's, oh right? My God. That's an experience. Remember that? Hey, who ran a movie, dude? That was like, yeah, I want to go. go to Blockbuster, yeah. and you get lost there for like an hour yeah. trying to pick a movie out. And that was the experience of just picking out a a VHS tape. Yeah. Man. But you got, but you got to go to Blockbuster, man. And I think going to that, I think like this generation has nothing, like. To experience that, I mean, that that uh, everything's Netflix, Redbox, yeah, yeah everything's instantaneous. Yeah, yeah, there's no effort. But like, going e- to Blockbuster on a Friday, Saturday night was the thing to do. Man. Okay, so even remember like this, like something so recent as like going to Waterburger. You go to Waterburger, right? I had yesterday Waterburger. Okay, so okay, so let's go down that little experiment right there. So you go down Waterburger, right? Go through the drive-through and you park yourself. And if you go to one that was like a Texas landmark yeah. from the like the fifties. You, you just pull in the drive you and pull dude, up. yeah and you you feel like you're a little bit in a time machine yeah. dude and that's the experience right because you know the burger's dope you know the and i'm not selling water because they don't write me a check that's right that's it's american experience <laughs> but the thing is now it's like oh i'm just gonna like have somebody bring me that and i'll pay an extra 20 nah. bucks that's silly to me that's, man oh that's now First it's convenient. All, so it's convenient. Like your burger is ten dollars because right. price has gone up. Yeah. Plus another five or six. Yeah. That's a sixty twenty dollar burger plus tip. Plus tip. Well, you could have just gone up Con- the street, yeah. 10, 15 minutes, eat it there in a parking lot, or pull up to some yeah. park or, or bring it home. Or bring it home. Like you don't even waste that in gas. Yeah. But because you don't want to go out. Exactly. Or, or you too busy. And, and that's the thing. Because that's an ex- I think that's an excuse. Like you have time, but people are saying oh, it's too busy. <laughs> You can go down the street. I tell you what, my realtor told me once, uh, and, and I've always been ha- like blessed to have people like give me like little crumbs of like wisdom here and there. Yeah, as of course, we 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 uh, we revolve around each other. He told me he said because uh, he when I was buying a first time home buyer, so when okay. I was going through the process, right, I had to get all these documents ready for like, credit cards, yeah, and bank statements, and so forth. And dude, it's it's a process, man. So you. I remember he he sent me an email and said, "Hey, you know, um, before we move forward with the with the lend with the lender, I need you to send me, you know, these credit card statements." And yeah, I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "Yeah." 
So I remember I replied to him. I said, man, I said, Craig, this is so much work, man. I was like, <laughs> and then he, I was like, it's too much time. Yeah. And he said, Ernesto, everyone has the time. Yeah. What matters is what you devote to it. And Fact. that stuck to me, man. Yeah, of course. This, this happened five years ago. And it still sticks to me. It's like, yeah, everybody has time. It's just where do you spend the time? Yeah. Like investment, you know, and it's, it is what it is. It's the investment of your time. And and that's why, you know, what I feel really bad, man. Cause like I know we were supposed to meet up last week. Yeah. And the the, the time got away from me, man. And yeah. And more than anything, man, yeah, I, I, I would feel bad about skipping an appointment or yeah. getting there late because I feel like everyone's time is very valuable, man. And I, yeah. and for me I feel terrible. Even though both of y'all were like you and D were like, yeah. oh, that's cool, don't worry about to me it's it's important because you feel a certain kind of way even though you're you know it's just like yeah like getting stood up yeah nobody likes that man and, you and stood me up man yeah i stood you up and, <laughs> and so therefore i'm here making it up to yeah, you but man. that's okay though you know why because like had the had my old self i would have been like screw this man i would be like, it would have been a one and done deal for me you know mm-hmm. what i won't do this anymore yeah but then i'm mean, you know what we not see we're not in the room then. Not, like, so I'm like, you know what? I'm dressed nice, I smell good, I look nice. <laughs> I'm gonna go somewhere to eat that I haven't eaten because I like to eat, you know. So I like to yeah. go to places where I haven't been. I like to explore new food. Right. So I was like, Well, screw it. You know what? I'm not gonna let this ruin my day. I mean, I was gonna be in Dallas anyways. Good. So I was like, All right, it's cool. I mean, I'm not alive. At first I was like, Oh hell no. Yeah. I but then that. I was like, you know what? I was like, cool. I was you know what? F it. I'm going to be out anyway, so I'm going to go eat something. I went to go see my grandmother, whom I haven't seen in a couple of months at her gravesite, so I went to go drop off some flowers. Yeah. You know, I met up with with, uh, with some other friends. So I was you know what? I mean, it wasn't a bad day after all. You know, I mean, stuff happens. You yeah. know, so I mean, I can't hold that out against you, but I mean, it is what it is. But I've come to learn, you know what? Just take the good with the bad, man. You yeah. know, and, if and that it, happened, then, all right, well, let me make, let me, and so, and, and I think this is what I love about myself. It's like, okay, well, that happened. Well, I'm not gonna let it ruin my day, you know, because mm-hmm. he got held back. So I'm gonna go do me, yeah. you know. And if he wants to meet up again, then he reach out to me. If he doesn't, I'm not gonna push it, you know. Then it's just not meant to be. So I'm going to do me, you know. And if he if he reach out if he reach out to me, then cool. And you did. So I was like, okay, then then he's serious about this, you know. Uh, this podcast I'm like alright cool you know we'll, we'll make it happen and the word is uh is commitment even if it's a passion project right so you gotta and that's the one thing I told you from our first initial phone call I'm like man I was like if we're gonna do this we gotta commit right yeah so I feel like also the the responsibility lands on on you and myself yeah to really make the time right because you could literally like be doing anything else right now yeah. that you wanna do but yet we both were like, you know what? We're gonna sit down. We're gonna make this show and yeah. see what happens. And that's kind of where you 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 kind of have to evolve, right? And and understanding that stuff happens, man. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, I feel terrible, but at the same time, I was like, yo, like, I'm I'm gonna make it up to yeah. them. And it's nothing a conversation can fix, of right? course. And so you're man enough to to confront those those conversations. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, we didn't. It's not like we started a war or anything, but <laughs> but no, I mean, you, you, if you're considerate, and I think that sometimes yeah. people that lack consideration yeah. or 
the the for someone else yeah and is it shows man and those are the little things man that you know will either get you in rooms or not yeah. you know because you you literally have to you know even like i said if it's a passion project and yeah. no one's getting paid no one's making no money but you're like hey man i think we got something here let's yeah. just let's just put it together and it's a project bro and yeah. see what you do and and so that's from that standpoint, man. I was like glad that you both were like, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's get. Yeah, on like the I said, I mean, I'm just because I mean, because I was literally passing, uh, yeah, thirty getting into Mesquite by by the eighty and and Taunese. I mean, like I said, like also would have been like, you know, what the hell? But now I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm already gonna be in Dallas anyways. Yeah. So let me just. Because if I go into Dallas, I'm not coming back till late in the evening because I'm not making two trips into Dallas. Cause I live in Forney, so I'm not driving back and forth. And you know that because you live five minutes yeah, from here, so you got to think twice, man. Like where I gotta go, and I think we talked about this because we both live outside of Dallas. But at least for me, it's like if I go to Dallas, I'm going for a purpose. I'm not coming back till either like Sunday morning or till Sunday afternoon because I'm gonna stay over there. But if I stay in Forney all afternoon, then I'm staying in Forney. But if I go to Dallas, I have to plan out. Okay, if I go this is what I need to do or you know I, I will make it my purpose to stay out there as long as I can because once I come back I'm not going back to Dallas <laughs> and like people they're like hey where are you I'm on my way to Forney well come out I'm like no nah, you should have called me when I was in Dallas because I'm already more close like more than halfway close to my home Yeah, I'm not going to turn back around to go back and come back later tonight no like, have, I'm going home Yeah, and, and some friends have gotten mad at me oh well you're such a punk well that's okay I'm going home I was in Dallas earlier. I called you, but you didn't pick up, you know, because you're too busy. But now that I'm on my way back, you want to call me to go back to Dallas or not? Sounds like a female, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no name. No, no name. name. It sounds like a female, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm like, I, I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm not going to go. Like, listen, like, either you come to Forney. Yeah. Or I'll see you, you know, some other day. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes... It is better to just save it for another day, man. Yeah. Um, I oftentimes you think to yourself, like if you were in a room with your younger self, uh, what kind of advice would you give yourself, right? Like knowing what you know now, like if 38, 37, you're 38 Ernesto met 28 or 21 year old Ernesto. And oh, we're man. like, well, we sitting there talking about 18 year old Ernesto. And we're like, hey, man, like what kind of advice are or you even listen to yourself, you know, because there there's so much that you're gonna have to go through. Yeah. And and I would tell myself even then, like the only thing I could tell you is and I, I think I've told you this before, is like on your on your on your ozone show is, you know, just make your moves when your heart's in it. Yeah. You caught a biggie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, because that's that's really where you and it's hard sometimes. Yeah. It's hard to identify that because, you know, the decisions that you make in your 20s seem unconsequential. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like we we live by the day because we feel like, and we didn't grow up in a social media era. We grew it up in- It was MySpace, but it, it was, wasn't as- Yeah, you know, me and Tom hot. are still on, the only ones on MySpace. Right. I still got mine. <laughs> I still got I still got my message. Don't know every every <laughs> once in a while I'll go back in there and steal a picture and, and put it up to my like yeah. Instagram and Facebook. But but going back then And it's still on right now? It's still, on. still on. But Dang. but they mostly use it for music. Yeah, I think There's a Justin, lot of indie I think, music. I think a lot Justin of indie Timberlake artists. bought that. 
Did I it think, really? I think he bought that and revitalized <clears throat> it to where it was a music platform for yeah, like a bunch artists. of indies out there. Yeah, yeah. But um, back then, I mean, like Tom and like the top five, I think. Yeah, that was top five. That yeah. was the thing. And if you weren't on the top no, five, we like, mad at each other. Dude, girls used to get offended by <laughs> yes. that, bro. And not only that, like, let's say you were like talking to more than one girl. Yeah. Like, if you would slide one up in there, <laughs> dog, they were they were and like, dude. you'd get caught. You'd get a call, man. Yeah. I was like, like who so, is this? So who's that bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. So, now, yeah. It, it, nowadays, if you like it. Be like, why did you like it? Why'd I don't even you like mess it? with it, man. Like, bro, I don't even mess with I, it. As a matter of fact, why don't you get on social media? I think we just barely touch a little. <laughs> un ching, how they say Puerto Rican? Un ching. Um, man, I, I'm, I'm terrified of it. Like, God's the honest truth, man. I'm terrified of it. I, I, I don't think that. Um, and even with the with the recent whistleblower that came out. Oh yeah, about yeah. About the algorithms that they use and. I don't necessarily think that the algorithms are just targeted to women. I think men feel a certain way about that too, man. Like when we think about like dudes out there, like in their lifestyle, right? Dudes yeah. flashing money and dudes broke. How do you think he feels? You know, like you see some dude that's always on vacation, partying with like a hot girl and, and you're at home and you ain't got shit going on. How do you think that makes that dude feel? You know, or, and I may be in the 1% on that, yeah. but I really think like, you know, there's some soft-minded dudes out there, man, that look at that kind of stuff and it's like, well, I ain't got that. How come I can't do that? And it's because of these certain algorithms that make you feel that way. Oh, you you know, dudes out here getting jacked and, yeah. you know, they, they look a certain way. Why can I look that way? But here's my mentality. Like, if I see that, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I went here. Yeah. You know? Or if I see a dude that's jacked, it's like okay, but okay, so, I still get mine. Okay, so so here's the thing, right? So that's a that's a good point. So you're not that type of individual that's gonna sit there and be dwell on that because you're confident in yourself and you're confident what you. I wouldn't say on. confident. I would say comfortable. Well, okay, so let's call it space. <laughs> space. I, I, I call it confidence. Okay, I was okay. like, dude, I was like, you could look at somebody and be like, so I make yeah. money too. Yeah, or so I, dude, I, I got right. I got everything I need. Yeah. I could be there too if I wanted to, or that's cool. Hey, congratulations, that's cool, yeah. bro. And, and you know, so you take that type of approach. That's a different mentality, right? Yeah. But there's dudes out there that will look at that and be like, "Man, how come I can't do that?" Or, "Oh man, oh how you got money? I'm over here bursting my ass. I can't even get to that." See, so that's what I'm saying. So it's not just targeted to, towards women. It's men that out there that are just like, "Yo, they 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 thinking like that." But do you think that that's a mental thing or is that a little upbringing thing? I think it could be both. It's just my opinion, but I think it could be both. I mean, I mean, for me, man, like, in digressing back to what we were saying, like, why am I not on it? Yeah. I just, to me, man, I just know it's not good. Like, I, I'm, I have more. You don't have a, that power. I have more, I have more peace, to peace. be honest with you. I have more. That's, that's for me. I have just, I have peace. Because I have friends that tell me, oh, no, it's a distraction. But I'm like, bro, or girl, or whatever. It's like, you have that power to like click on that app mm-hmm. and close it. So how is that little app that you can physically click on have that over power over you? You know why? I'll tell you why. No, like, like, uh, like uh, you see me no, smiling, but no, no, I'm no, really I, curious I to know is like, how is it that that can have a power over you? I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you got it. No, 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 go ahead. I'm not, I'm really interested. Like, I really want to like that ass. 
emotional distress. Ah. No, no. And I'll tell you why. I say because there's something about it that triggers. There's a, there's a, and the whistleblower said it herself, they trigger emotions. Correct. Right? So there is something in our brains that processes instantaneous gratification. That how many likes do I have? How many people have viewed my video? How many people have nice things to say about me? Oh, you said something negative. Why'd you say that? Yeah. Dude, that that is the that's them winning. That's them of giving course. you power, dude. That's a that, winner. Yeah, that's that's them taking that from you. And so in our era, when we growing up without social media, right? What was oh man, somebody wrote something mean about me and they wrote me a letter or they left it on my on my yeah. locker. Or somebody was mean to me in my face. Like, dude, the 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 the, the worst thing I can give you anxiety is to think about rejection. You know? You got to be cut from a different cloth, man. You got to be one of those people that you don't care about getting rejected because you know what? And what what are always those those memes that you get? Uh, failure is not failure. Failure is a lesson yeah. about how not to learn how to do things or something like yeah. that, right? Well, yeah, that's the silver lining in all those things, right? You know, people that sell, that are good salesmen, dude, yeah. are, are able to revamp real quick and reset and move on to the next yeah. and the next and the next, right? Well, when it comes to dating or when it comes to 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 moving, it's the same thing. Yeah, you're, you're selling yourself Correct. to to the opposite sex, right? So hey, you're trying to get a date, right? Yeah. So you're trying to put your best presentation on, right? You're gonna sell yourself to convince this girl why she should give her time to you. Yeah. Right. But at that time, if you're like, if you let that, okay, in your mind, here's what one of my boys told me a long time ago. He said. And he's a, you know, he's a big dude, but he always would pull, bro. Always pulling. Like, we would go to the club and just be pulling, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, big brother's making a comeback or what's popping? And I, one day I told him, I said, bro, I said, Tony, I said, I don't put no names out there. I said, dude, I said, how, how you pull these girls, man? He's like, look, man. He's like, I know I'm a big dude, right? He's like, but for me, my confidence yeah. speaks to it, you know? And, they like that and i was like okay he's like if anything man he's like in my mind i've already been rejected yeah so when i go up to <clears> them <throat> i've already been rejected so what's it what it ain't gonna it ain't gonna cause me nothing yeah what's the worst she could say and he told me this he said what is the worst thing that they can tell you no that you haven't heard get the fuck away from me yeah no i know you, you know what i'm saying i, I like, can totally relate what is the worst thing that a girl's gonna say to you if you yeah. approach i said because i said dude if you ever seen like and I, i'm not trying to be no no say ugly it. but have you ever seen some ugly ass dudes with like some pretty yeah. ass girls and then you kind of walk by and you're like damn man that could have been me <laughs> exactly <laughs> that means i had a shot exactly like <laughs> but so but, that inspired me to listen like if he can shoot his shot and looking like that yeah I mean, hell, like, the sky's the limit for but, me. But there is something about him yeah. that got hurt, yeah. right? And it's the way he sold himself. Yeah. It, dude, and I don't want to be assuming, but, oh, well, it's because he's got money. Okay, maybe he does. Maybe he does. Maybe he's funny. Maybe he puts it down good. There's always, maybe he constantly thinks about her. Yeah. And is considerate, and she likes that. Yeah. And maybe she's just tired of dealing with dudes that, are inconsiderate or don't or always cheating on her and this dude is safe he ain't gonna cheat you know but there's always that you know that chance right because yeah. you know it seems to me like even sometimes the girls are attracted to the bad boy yeah you know um 
to me, like, it just seems like it really to each his own, right? You're going to move how you want to move. Fact, yeah. And to me, I think when it came to rejection, I just kind of would always take that into mind. But you're a good looking dude. I mean, you got some pretty ass. I mean, look, thank you. My God. <laughs> if I had your eyes, my girl would agree. If my girl would agree, man. I mean, if I had your eyes with my size, Mike, yo. Listen, man. Bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, bro. Thank and you. Your swag, it. dude. Like, man, I would, look, man. I'm going to tell you something right now, man. Like, I get way more credit by than I deserve. I'll tell you that right now. Why? No. Why? why? I, I don't even. Cause I mean, you got thing. pretty teeth. Your, your teeth are straight. You got pretty eyes. Man, dude, you gonna put me on blast? Of though. course, I have my, to. My, my girls gonna be like, "Yo, what the fuck's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> no, we talk about everything, right? Yeah, we <laughs> talk about everything, man. So, nah, she look, and and that's one thing I always tell my girl. I said, you know what? I was like, you are like super, like you mean. I don't put her on blast. In the sweetest she's, way, she's not mean. She's not yeah. mean, but she is like. I try to talk to her, shuts it down, dude. Like yeah. ugly, dude. And to where I was like, yo, like I'm just lucky, like you even like want to talk to me. I was like, you, <laughs> you seem to just dislike everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is it about me that was just like, okay, I'm gonna be nice to this one. Yeah. Because it's like, damn, like the way you told me you turned down guys is like twisted. It's like, oh, I was mean. like, talk about me. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm lucky you even like me. <laughs> so. <laughs> But when when it comes to back in those days, man, I, it's just growth, man. Like you, you look at things for what they are. And to me, man, like I, I don't even know, man, like because, yeah, like there's 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 things that you go through, right? That, you know, we all go through heartache and or, or we break a heart or there's rejection or yeah. there's things that you kind of go through where you know dating apps and, and all that it's 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 almost like for me man like asking for help I, i've never i've never really seen myself like yeah like i can go get whatever i want whenever yeah. i want it's just not you know i'm i'm just that's just never been my mentality i feel like if anything like i don't know that i really even had that much luck and it's always seemed to don't get me wrong like i think i've i've been fortunate to be in some you know productive relationships yeah. in my life and, and women that gave me you know Time. turn you know they they taught me lessons yeah into growing into a, a person that can yeah. learns from oh i've seen this before I, you know I what and so the growth there right but just to kind of answer your question man i mean the, the reason i feel like i get a lot more credit than i deserve <laughs> is because like it's a double-edged sword it is so Growing up, right, like going through starting my dating life and trying to talk to girls, right? I could remember girls t- would tell me, "Nah, you look like a player. That's why I want to talk to you." Listen, uh, uh, pause. Me as a big guy, mm-hmm. I get a lot of that. I'm like, dude, I consider myself ugly. It's swag, I, bro. I'm not. I'm not like you know, like Ricky Martin or, or William Levy cute. I'm, I consider myself ugly, like average Joe. Okay, maybe ugly is a strong word. I consider myself an average Joe because you know, I don't want to offend nobody You know, because yeah. nowadays everybody gets offended, you know. Mm-hmm. I consider myself an average Joe. Yeah. But people are like, oh, no, you know, like the way you carry yourself, you know, you just, you know, like, because this one girl that I dated, you know, we're called La India. I mean, if she listens, like she knows who she is. <laughs> like, she was like, dude, she's like, you have all these women around you. You're a player. I'm like, 
But why does why is that a bad thing? Like why do you communicate that? So we flip the coin and we see a girl with a bunch of dudes. Do we automatically think like she's fucking all of them? I mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it's always like it's a double edged sword, man. So like, this is why I can't be nice to nobody. <laughs> you can't be nice to nobody. Man. I haven't heard of that one. You but can't okay, be nice we'll to nobody, okay. man. Because here's the thing, like. Okay, so if you're nice to a, a good-looking chick, right, it's automatic. I don't know that automatically they think you want them, but it just seems something in their, in their. oh, I've seen this. This dude wants me because he's being nice to me. And I'm like, relatively like, no, that's not the case. Like, there are some dudes out here that are just like, yo, like, yeah, just, just not, chilling. Like, yeah. hey, like, I just, I'm just friendly. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, be all up on you. Yeah. But it's like, it's something in their psyche. They can't handle that. Like, it's like, the dude's actually being nice to me and he doesn't want to just get in my pants. Like, no, he's just being like, cool. Being nice. Yeah. And so like, God forbid you compliment her on, you know, her, her style. Yeah. because it's like you and know like, why is like, why yeah i just i just made a com- i just made a compliment and yeah. they're like why i'm like fool i'm not trying to get your pants you, you look nice you get escorted to hr cuz <laughs> cuz you just said some foul man so i mean you know i think it did it because you know and i think i talked to i talked to my soul about this on yeah. on my podcast it's like you know women don't know how to take shivery anymore because of shivery because or shivery? Shivery. shivery because we shivery. don't we don't somebody mark that yeah <laughs> because we don't dude listen man to this day man like i still open my my door for Fact. My girl. yeah i still or hold the door open um it's it's just the way i was raised i guess yeah and if we don't pass those little things down the kids won't know that. And It'll plus, get lost, yeah. And plus, let's not forget, man, whatever they see on TV, they think that's what that's it, that's what it is, right? Yeah. So going back to what we were talking about, segueing way back to, to the whole social media thing, yeah. like there's also behaviors that, you, that women learn, right? So, oh, well, you know, this artist put up this post of, yeah. you know, her doing this booty dance or yeah. this TikTok challenge or they emulate what they see, right? And, um, you you kind of like why is this like acceptable um and and this is just my own soap opera man because you know granted like i'm almost 40 and i think that my our generation you know um we're more i don't know man like it seems like we were probably I'm not saying all millennials are that way, man, either. Like, I'm not saying they're all, like, impressed by that yeah. kind of shit. Like, oh, I got 3,000 followers. Or, I'm not saying that. Like, But I, I do know that there are things that... And don't get me wrong. I think that social media is, is a great tool if you use it for the right thing. If you use it correctly. If you use it correctly. But, I mean, come on, man. Even I've seen God has a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so, man, <laughs> so, I haven't got a friend request. But, yeah, you know. but, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's up to you to find. You know what I'm saying? Like, Seeking you he's always find. there. Yeah, he's always there. You just gotta Seeking go find you him. Shall find. Um, that I, I, to me, man, like, and it's my opinion, man. So don't, you know, whoever's listening, disclaimer, don't, don't blast me, man. Don't, don't be no, thinking no. I'm the end all be all of my yeah. opinion. But I think that part of that, man, it, it's it's affected the way some like girls view themselves, man. Of course, you know because, and. And how do you not take some of that, um, I don't know, like the effects of what some pop artists have put out there? You know, like how do you not, oh, I got to be this, I got to be that. 
to compare themselves to is what yeah. everybody does at now because I'm I know this this young female she's twenty six, mm-hmm. um, you know we were talking the other day and she was like oh sad and depressed I'm like what are you sad and depressed about mm-hmm. I was like you're twenty six you're still a baby compared to what I've been through growing up as mm-hmm. she was like well you know I'm, I'm single. I mean, like she comes from very, very humble beginnings, like literally, yeah. like like rancho from Guanajuato. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, shout out to GTO. GTO. Man, that's where I was born, man. <laughs> shout out from Ocampo. I think. Uh, Ocampo. Oh, she's from Ocampo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ocampo, Ocampo is about. Um, I think it's about an hour outside of Leon, Guanajuato. Okay. I was yeah. born in Leon. Well, she's from there and comes from a big family, literally humble beginnings, mm-hmm. and I mean, she's not bad looking. You know, she's twenty six. She's still developing, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know what? I should be married by now. I should have kids by now. See, that's the thing. And, she, and, and yeah. like, and she was like, and you know, she has nieces that are younger, mm-hmm. older, her age. And they're like, Hey, like, why don't you do this? Why don't you, they're questioning her. And she like, both are crying. She's like, I don't know what to do. She was like, I feel like I haven't progressed in life because I'm not married. I don't have any yeah. kids. I, you know, everybody's like, always question. I'm like, bro, trust me. I know I'm 38, never been married, no kids, but, Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, two different, two different upbringings and two different generations. Like, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I've accepted it. If it happens, if I don't get married, cool. I've accepted it. And if I do end up getting married, I'm okay with that too. But just because other people are questioning me, listen. You know what? Go ahead. Like, I'd rather be like in Spanish. You know, solo que mal acompañado. <laughs> you know. So it's like, said that it's me. always like, yo, like. I'd rather be by myself than, than miserable because I'm pretty sure they're themselves are miserable. You know? So I told her, like, dude, obviously that she's very not thick skin. I'm listen, it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, I could tell you it, it won't be the first and it won't be the last that you can hear about it, but it, it depends on you whether you want to keep accepting that, you know? And she's like, yeah, you know, falling into depression and, you know, like, you Isn't know. Isn't that crazy, man? That The fear of, like, I'm not where Accepting. I want. I'm accept. Accept. Like, I'm not where I want to be. Or yeah. I'm not where I'm, where I, what I deserve. Or you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't view myself as. Yeah. But I also think it's it's also the people you hang around with, uh-huh. and the the what people tell you. You know, uh-huh. um, if you hear a bunch of negative stuff, you you start believing that. But if you hear a bunch of positive stuff, you start believing that. But it's up to you whether you want to you know, stir to the negative or stay in the positive or you make your own choices. I think but, it comes down to the person to decide, okay, if I got these people to me all this negative stuff, why am I going to keep hanging around with them? And see what you did for her? You did, you did something really good because you, you fed her spirit positivity. Yeah. Instead of all this negative that she, you know, that she should be hearing from her family. Yeah. You, you put a stop and you just put some positivity in her because as a dude, man, you got to understand that our words have power. Yeah. And the way, what we feed our, you know, our ladies in our lives, whether it's your sister, your niece, your daughter, your girlfriend, your wife, dude, that impacts them, man. Like, yeah. it, it's powerful, man, because there, there's different confidences, right? Like, like, I could tell you, man, like, I'm, I feel more confident because I know I got a girl that backs me up. Of right? course. She's got my back, right? And she, you know, she takes care of a lot of stuff, you know. Um, and not only that, she empowers me. Yeah. Right? 
So when we when we look at the differences, right? I I try to always be and feed her positivity, of course. right? Which is like those those positive words, yeah. those positive words, right? Like it's gonna be okay, or it's gonna be you know like don't worry, like I got you, I got you, yeah, I got you. Or it compliments, man. Like so, we have to always continue to to think about those things, right? Yeah. Like with father figures and yeah. things like that, right? Because, you know, that's what I saw from my dad, yeah. you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. My dad was, he was strict, but I always knew that he loved my mom. Of course. Because I, I would see it. I would see yeah. the, the just the, the language. I would see yeah. the, the, the way he would always do whatever it took yeah. to make sure she was good. And, and, and I think you did that for her. Yeah. At least from the aspect of like giving her a positive message of saying, some little validation, like, it's yeah. gonna be all right. You know it what? It's gonna mean, be all right. Yeah, people are gonna say stuff about you or question you. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, just. I mean, I can say brush it up because I'm used to it, so I have backbone. This kind like I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, like um, earlier today or I think like last week, like like somebody asked me, "Hey, this whole podcast, like, how many followers do you have?" I don't know. Well, don't you check? I'm like, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean. First of all, I'm not get, I'm not making money off of this. Listen, bro. If we get at least one follower off of this, I'll be like, yo, we got one. Bro. I'm we got, for mine. We got 100 participation. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least for my, you know. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, this grows. But at least, like yeah. on my side, I'm like, you know what? Like, I do this because it's a hobby. It's fun. I like it. And if those who want to subscribe, cool welcome aboard yeah you know welcome to this dysfunctionality or dysfunctional whatever it's a um, community yeah oh, i'm sorry <laughs> no it's a community not, not to hurt sure. nobody's feelings but yeah, it's yeah. a community <laughs> <laughs> you're not dysfunctional you're part of the community we back on go. yeah we back we back we back <laughs> i a little little zzz on my headphones is that is that normal that should be fine yeah all right cool all right so we're last we picked it up on uh we were talking about the followers right like followers, people ask yeah. about who your followers are and, yeah. and, and all that. I don't uh, pay attention to the numbers. It, like I was saying, I, I do it for fun uh, just because, I mean, you know, and I got a couple of haters out there. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. But why do you have haters, bro? Like, is that like, are they doing anything? Not a damn thing. It's a wh- <laughs> Not a damn thing. I don't understand don't talk that, shit, bro. Like, like, why are you talking why? shit? You, you got a show? Like, <laughs> if you got a show, and if bro, I ask them, they're like, no, no. Well, shut the. Yo, can we cuss on this thing? Like, they, a, a we can, time? we can. Shut they, the fuck up. There was people talking like they always are offer an opinion on something yeah. when they ain't got shit. They exactly. ain't, they ain't even they won't even step into it or yep. take the chance. Ah man, we ain't, got, we like ain't got time for that, no. man. We ain't got time for that. Next, but <laughs> all right. So we'll, we'll segue a little bit, man, and and we'll we'll do a little Halloween wrap up. So you know, Halloween, man, like. We just had the other los muertos. Yeah, you know, in our countries, in our culture, we we celebrate that day as honoring the, you the know, those those family members away. who yeah. passed away, man. And you know, um, when when I think about things like that, and I, I just had a a loss, uh, a real good mentor of mine. He he um he was really instrumental mm-hmm. in the last three years of my life, where I was trying to make professional decisions, okay. career decisions and even life decisions man and ultimately man it, it just it allowed me to grow and, and look at things uh kind of like you were saying earlier man it's just self-growth yeah where you're 
you're challenging yourself to outgrow yeah. certain parts or relationships within your circles, right? You, yeah. you move into different circles, you get into different rooms. Um, and, you know, I, to look at, you know, where, and I don't even want to go down that route, right? Because we're talking about Halloween. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, when it comes to the Halloween, right? So um, checked out the Halloween kills. And I don't know about you, but I I remember growing up, the staples in the horror era of my life were yeah. always Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, the The Exorcist, Jason's, Jay, yeah, I mean Freddy Krueger, yeah, uh, even Chuck, you made it in there, yeah. Well, Chuck came in late for me, but uh-huh. but for me, my cousin Alfonso, he's older than me, uh-huh. he would always te- okay. So growing up, you know. Oh, La Llorona. Let's, let's, not, La forget Llorona. About, let's not forget about that. So, the lady in the lake. Because we had talked talked about, you know, culture-wise and yeah. and Halloween. So, and and me being Salvadorian, um, I didn't know about <laughs> Dia de los Muertos till like, later on in life. Yeah. Because I don't know if they do it to this day, but now I don't know if I'm wrong, right or wrong. You're but wrong. From my recollection. <laughs> <laughs> fact check, fact, fact check, check. Uh, cultural um, appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> you about to be canceled, bro? <laughs> Fuck as the culture. Anyway, yeah. That's episode. Um, shout out Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> definitely respect, so respect on his name. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so growing up Salvadorian, I don't think we ever celebrated Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is, or or. I'm but sure it is that, now because it's become very popular now. But yeah. me growing up in my household, we never celebrated Halloween because of. I'm not going to into religion aspect because of our religion. Okay, you know. Like um, with this. So I was always brought up, you know, like once they're dead, deceased, buried, that's it. You know, it's just like a, you know, like we don't believe in spirits. You know, it's just a a body that's buried six feet under. That's it. You know. Yeah. You know, like we don't believe about spirits going up to heaven or hell or wandering. No, no, it's just dead, but just the body there. And so that's always been my growing up. So I never dressed up for Halloween. I would always get like the candy or something, you know. Okay, so you you have participated. I have partaken and getting some candy, but. I but mean, but I don't like, celebrate it like you know like hardcore like, like you don't like dress up now like as a no not even like you don't go to Halloween it's parties. not my thing like not, I mean it's not my thing because I've never I just see it as a regular day to me you know what happened you know, plug that in a little bit I hear a little bit of buzz on this side Which one? Uh, on my on this side maybe oh. maybe the connection mm. all right testing can you do it yeah okay that's good can yeah, you still hear it oh yeah that's perfect oh okay yeah. And so, you know, like growing up, because I remember like growing up in Carrollton Farmers Branch, you know, uh, <laughs> kids would Carrollton Farmers. That's right. Anybody don't know we're in Dallas, <laughs> in Carrollton Farmers Branch, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I know about that." I know about Carrollton Farmers Branch. <laughs> ask, ask a few sabers. I'm sure they know where that's at. Oh my god! So, <laughs> you know, people would come over to the house and knock on the door, and I'd be like, you know, we like, ain't got no candy. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. We ain't got no candy. Like, we turn off the lights <laughs> every time you go yeah, out of the dude, sleep. I did that shit the other night, too. 
I'm like, baby, make sure you all light up. I don't need no damn candy. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, Dia los Muertos, you know, and El Salvi, I don't, I'm sure they celebrate it now. But, but you as a Mexican, um, oh, Mexican American, you know, I don't want to. You could leave it as Mexican. Mexican, okay. Um, because I know El Dia los Muertos, from what I understood of red, it's new, you know, what the El Catrin and La Catrina, right? It's nothing. It's it's not that it came from like you know back in the Aztec on a mind is it's something that's that somebody decided to dress up, you know, as a Catrin, you know, with the with the skeleton face, and to celebrate the Day of the Dead. That's how it came across. Yeah. You no, know, correct me if I'm wrong. Being that you're from there, but from because my my aunt, my uncle's wife, as I asked her one day, I was like, hey, I was like, what's this whole Dia de los Muertos that he was like, well, it's actually you know, a group of people, somebody decided to celebrate and they came up with El Catrin or La Catrina, which is, you know, you dry your face as a skeleton mm-hmm. and they just decide to dress up and celebrate the Day of the Dead. I think, um, and great, great segue question, by the way. Um, I think when it comes to our culture um, and how we honor our, our, you know, I would say our dead relatives, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really what it is. It's I think it's more of an honor. Okay. Not um, there's a way to look at it as macabre in a way because okay. now I could tell you from the Mexican culture aspect of it, we celebrated in an essence of their life, right? Okay, they're, yeah. they're still with us, and and that ties in with our beliefs, with our religious beliefs. It's Mexico is predominantly Catholic. Catholic yeah. I was raised Catholic. Um, when it comes to um. Uh, my sister, uh, my mom, they still celebrate it. And from what I, I know is they set up an altar. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. They they set up an altar with photos of my grandpa, my grandma, my great-grandpa, uncles, cousins, any any relatives that have passed on, you know? Yeah. And, you know, they decorate it with flowers and, you know, uh, candles. And, yeah. And um, so... <clears throat> It, it's a little bit of, and obviously they go and lay flowers uh, on on whether it's their grave or, or at the altar and you know and I'm, I, I will imagine that there is some sort of a prayer set for them yeah that they're that they're in in our conscience we believe that they're in heaven um, so from that aspect that's what I know yeah um, I know that part of that tradition is to paint they paint themselves yeah and, the, the mask and the culture of like the white and black mask yeah. with the, the flower decor and it, it's a beautiful thing it is i mean it, i actually it, I, I i like it i mm-hmm. mean i love the story behind it to celebrate yeah. them you know i love the color schema the color schemes with the flowers and, yeah. and, and the dresses i mean it's beautiful I mean, it's culture but like i said i mean yeah. I, there's I, two sides to it of course yeah. yeah um and there are those that just that's what they know and that's what they take to yeah and that's kind of like that's what they do as a makeup thing or a photo it's like a day to dress it's, up yeah you know that's kind of like by dress up and like i said i i have no problem with i like it. i just don't you know partake in partake it, in it or, uh, or celebrate i mean i'm not gonna dish all you shouldn't do that no because i'm nobody to say that but i mean i mean if if i like it I'm gonna, I'm gonna like it. You know what's interesting though, man. When we're when we're talking about the way we celebrate, whether it's Halloween or Dia de los Muertos, there there's some origins things 
to those things right we yeah. you know and obviously i was a kid so my my parents generation my grandma you know generation they they seem to have been more in tune with the traditions uh traditional parts of that yeah um with the way i kind of see things you know I, i'm like you i believe that you know spiritually they're you know they're good people and they're, yeah. they moved on and they're at peace and and that's the thought that comforts us you yeah. know that you know hey whether they lived a, sh- a short life or they lived a long life our comfort is that oh they lived and they they, lived. They, and, and and we feel like <clears throat> they're they're in a better place and yeah. they're at peace now um you know and and ultimately man like when we look at the celebration of it yeah um i think there's misconceptions really? uh, that's my opinion right just misconceptions right because yeah. um and I, i'm just only going to talk about the 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 occult part of it um i was uh i listened to this uh priest uh he's a father uh He's a priest, actually, uh, um, from the uh, diocese of uh, Indianapolis. Okay, and he goes around. Uh, he's actually been on Vice and and really? he's done done some uh, some interviews and podcasts. I actually try to get him on my show. Um, he's he's a um, demonologist. Okay, ordained by the uh, Catholic Church. Really, and um, he is just amazing to listen talk to talk. Okay, well, to listen to him talk. <clears throat> He goes around and uh, gives speeches, and uh, I don't know if it's a core curriculum. I, I doubt it, but I think he he definitely sets up. Um, I don't know what you what's the word I'm looking for. Like he'll go and visit uh, colleges uh, throughout the United States, okay. and will speak to uh, a group event. Uh, uh, yeah, a group kind of, of corporate event. Just no, I, I don't think it's corporate. I well, think not it's, corporate, but just I, I think it's more of like. Um, um, when you set up a speaking engagement, okay, there you go. And so he'll go and give speaking engagements to, I believe it's the the theology department yeah. or some. Sometimes it's just depending if it's a Christian school, yeah. Um, throughout the United States, and he goes and debunks and talks about um how definitely like the the last years uh, how people have strayed from the church, yeah. Um, have fallen more into the macabre. In the dark uh, part of the of they take an interest into witchcraft and yeah um we you know witch stuff and and, and we get led it's scary times right now especially when it comes to um spirituality yeah exactly is what he said you know the spirituality part of aspect of it is um how we tend to get more fascinated by things of the dark world yeah we actually buy the light so more people, especially the, the the generation, the new generation, yeah. the they're finding that they're more um, impressed with other sources, the, the occult, yeah. or or other forms of uh, what they deem to be, you know, uh, sorcery and, yeah. and things like that. And you know, to me, I think when we when we look at Halloween, we we look at obviously the movies and and we we look at oh all the marketing that yeah. goes around it right whether it's movies games um it it just seems like there's a part of that of ourselves that is intrigued by that yeah right? and that's all 
all the devil needs, right? It's, it's like that just, little bit of peace, that little bit of like, let me get in your yeah, mind. That little and, and what he says is, it's interesting that um, he debunks a lot of these things, right? Like, oh, well, um, there's one thing that's interesting, man, that I, I never thought about that blew my mind. So, for any of you, those that are listening, um, so if you don't pray over your food, I, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what he said. So he he goes on to say that um, these energies, or these demons, yeah. you know, that have never walked this earth, right? They're they're they invade or try to to come into our lives through different different weaknesses, things, different weaknesses and things in our lives, right? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that he said was when people pray over their food. Um, and they asked, uh, one of the kids asked, why Why should I pray over my food? Um, I mean, if it's washed. Yeah. You know, it comes from, you know, they clean the vegetables and, you know, and they cook the meat. It's already, you know, I don't feel like I need to. They felt like that was a, a religion thing. Yeah. You know, and he very simply said, he said, well, what's more pure than water? And they're like, yeah, like they thought about that. It's like, I'm going to tell you why. He says, because the purity of water is to cleanse it's 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 uh it's clean right yeah. so he says that these energies can actually get into the water that washes your food mm. and travel through the energy of like the people that prepare your food yeah so it's always good to pray over your food because it'll bless your food it blesses your yeah food. yeah i didn't I'll, think about that yeah man it, it, I, because I, i've always been raised to you know at the at the dinner table yeah. you know just to play pray for the, or bless or pray for the foods or, and it's good just or, to be thankful hands, yeah. man it's good just to be thankful because you know when we stop to think about people that don't actually have anything to eat and we're blessed enough that we got cookies yeah and and you know we got hot dogs everything, and everything bro yeah. i mean you got people that went to the fair four times <laughs> in a week first of all i can't afford that you know what i'm saying <laughs> but i can travel so yeah somewhere else and, and that, that was one thing that blew my mind man it stayed with me man yeah. and i was like you know what from now on, i'm just gonna bless my food even yeah. if it's a twinkie <laughs> and i like i like this you know religious thing because you know i you know growing up in the religion um i'm not a bible thumber but i can get by you know Man, we, we had a moment. Remember when I told you about the transformation in my life? Yeah. Where I actually felt God's presence? Yeah. It was like, dude, I can't, to this day, I still can't even, I can't describe it, man. Yeah. But I know that, I think at the time, you were you were also involved mm -hmm. in in your journey. Yeah. When you were like walking with God and you were, you're, you're needing that. Yeah needing that fulfillment in your life and trying to and i was in the same place man because i was i was in a dark place man. yeah and i remember through my art i just i, I got this like reconnection with him dude and nice. the the if you've never and not because we're sitting here making this a, a religion yeah. thing but man if you've never experienced that type of peace Oof. or that presence of god in your life yeah. man let me tell you like i, I you want to experience that forever if yeah. you could and having experienced that man transformed me it does now I, i i'll be the first to say man like i'm not you know someone that knows every bible verse i don't i don't go to church every sunday but i do know that that what i felt that presence that i felt that peace is 
something different. It is something different, bro. Yeah. Something that words can be put to it. You just know that your spirit is in the right place. Yeah. And that in those moments that you feel like you walked away too far, that all you have to do is turn around. Yeah. And and, and seriously, man, it, it's, you know, you hear people that, I've visited different churches. I visited, um, you know, non-denomination churches and, and, and looking for um, a community, a, yeah. a Bible study community for, for young for young men. And, you know, it, it always seemed to point me, God always seems to point you in the direction that of he course. wants you to go. Um, so even with that, it, you know, going back to the Halloween thing, um, I think there's doors that we, that we accidentally open um with thinking that there's no harm yeah you know because you know god can protect us and, and while that is true um there are doors that you have no business opening yeah and and for <clears throat> those that think that you know ouija boards and yeah, i stay away from it, those only it, because again i i i don't believe in those mm-hmm. you know even though spirits and all ghosts and all I that mean, shit terrifies me man by the way because that's, i like that, that because that shit that can actually happen well I, no no and don't get me wrong yeah. man, my girl says this the same day she's she's like i don't know and, and she's the one that brought this to my attention she goes because you watch that stuff on tv you believe that's it. why shit happens yeah and and i'm like is that true so going back to that priest yeah. who was talking uh to these kids he said that very much so that is true because these entities don't know that what you're watching is yeah. a movie. They don't know that what you're watching is a TV show. Yeah. And I've heard um, actual actual paranormal investigators talk about yeah. how those shows are all, sh- they're just show. They're, scripted. They're scripted. Because he said, how silly is it for you to think that you can command a spirit to make noise yeah. or communicate? He's like, and then to think that you can go on an investigation and and suffer that type of traumatic Trauma. energy in your spirit and think that next week. Why would you want that? And then, and then that, not even then, that next week you're ready to go again. To another one, yeah. It's not a football game. Yeah. And, and so that's the one thing that was, you know, it, it, it made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And when, when I look at movies and I think, like, man, that shit really scared me. But when I look at movies like Halloween slashers and yeah. what I I know what you did last summer and things like that, I'm like, well, I I look at it for what it is. It's just entertainment, right? Yeah. But when it's like subliminal par- paranormal activity yeah. stuff and and you know it's like the Conjuring. Now, great films, man. By the way, yeah. Conjuring is is dope. Yeah. But you have to understand that if these cases really happen to some people, they probably don't think it's that. Dope. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because. You know, I've seen you know some of the Exorcism movies, right? Dog, talk about uh, but the, and so oh, when God. I first saw them, I thought it was you know okay, you know good, you know cinematography, you know it's chill. Mm-hmm. But like talking to my dad, actually, like not too long ago, he was involved in like an exorcism uh, process or you know trying to take out a demon. And, from and who said lady. who did this? My dad. Your dad. Yeah. So like till this he day, in the church like that. Yeah. So till this day, he gets chills talking about it so See, now, now we're getting you know, so we don't talk about that because yeah. he gets chills so he should and first i'm like man like this is some deep stuff but yeah. then also uh 
I have some friends and my cousin, you know, mm-hmm. that that they've seen spirits. Like for example, like my soul, you know, mm-hmm. she says that she, because her dad passed away a few uh, years ago, and she says that she's seen his spirit or in some form or way. And then I have another friend. Uh, yeah, he has three kids, uh, split from his wife. So at his at his baby mama's house, there's a spirit in there. And they call her La Nina, and all three of them have seen her. And I'm like, what? Do you, and I'm like, how? They're like, well, like we'll leave stuff out for her, mm-hmm. and the next day it's gone. You like, and none of us have touched it, you know. So mm-hmm. like, there's obviously like something there in that house. So, yeah. I mean, you know, growing up, I didn't think, you know, it's ghosts, whatever. But like hearing stories and hearing my dad talk about when he had to perform that, and so going back to my dad, he was like. You know, one thing I'm not afraid to do that. You have to be spiritually right and pure. Like, no, like that's what you have said. to wash yeah. away or pray your way all your sins because the devil knows that one little sin that's where he attacks you, or yeah. the one little weakness that's where he that's where he attacks you. Then and, and he'll latch on to that. He was like, so when we did that, he's like, I had to, you know, pray away or or wash away all my sins and come clean. Because once the devil knows, you know, there's a little speck right there, that's where he's going to attack you the most. Yeah. And so. Uh, it, it's, uh, I remember, um, sometimes I, I, I ask myself, right, is these podcasts that are out there, right? Yeah. That, that actually put on investigators and they talk about cases. Um, and the people that call in and talk about their experiences. I'm very aware, right? So. I remember my mother telling me years as a kid, you know, you don't you don't mess with that stuff. Yeah. And so she, I remember because she saw stuff. Okay. She remembers, and so she, she remembers. Um. One day, um. Well, I mean, whatever it is, you know, my dad and my mom both had experiences. Okay. And so, my mom, I remember her distinctly telling me one day. She says, "You never ever ever tempt the devil." Yeah. She's like, you know, it's there. And you don't tempt it, you respect it. And I think from that aspect, man, I've always been like, okay, I'm not necessarily curious about ex- experimenting in any way. I'm yeah. more in it, it, getting educated. Yeah, exactly. Um, because once you start going Plenty. down the route of investigating and you can open a kind of worm, th- then you can really fall down a rabbit hole. Yeah. So I feel like there are things that. I feel like are pure in my life that I feel like I should have no business dabbling into. So I, <laughs> yeah. I stay within the light. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I absolutely agree, man. I think that those that take that thing lightly and they think that, Oh, it's all fun and games. And until some shit happens Yeah. and they're living something terrible that is not something a doctor can go and cure. Yeah. It's not that like you can go see a doctor for this. There's just no way, man. Like, um, witchcraft and shit like that man like that's another thing um you have people that while they look at these things as a way to harm people um it becomes a i don't know man like it it's just very dark yeah. i understand how some people can be that malignant and to, to try to do harm to other people um you know when i think back at some of the experiences my mother shared with me or my father shared with me um and it's it was enough to scare the shit out of me yeah <laughs> to where i never wanted to even go and tempt 
But I was always attracted to watching horror movies. Like yeah. How, like those, that's the thing, right? So, because I know, oh, it's bad for me, right? But I want to go you, see. You want to watch it. It's human nature, You're man. You're tempted. It's human nature, yeah. right? Um, but you, I don't know, man. At the end of the day, I look at it for what it is. This is just a movie. Yeah. And I say my prayers and I go to sleep. Yeah. But that's not to say that there's not been a few that I just leave the lights on, man. <laughs> really? Shit, man. Um, but you know, all in all, man, like when we when we really look back at the religious aspect of it, right? We, we know that every day is a battle. Yeah. We're we're gonna get tempted, we're and we're gonna get attacked. And as long as you keep seeking that light, and you're and you're. God, right i yeah. guess you're walking with god the devil's always going to try to find a way to fuck with you but and, and that's the thing like but how in nowadays with with this new generation with this new wave of thinking how do you make that happen bro he don't need no help he, he got everybody where he wants them yeah it's easy because but, look all you got to do is turn on your phone bro all you got look social media <laughs> all day long bro all kinds of shit go on through there and and I say that because I got into it with a friend of mine, you know, cause she was like, oh, the Bible, you know, the, the Old Testament, that's old, you know, you know, so we're that's living in the New Testament. The Old Testament. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. So, oh, uh, and oh, well, the Bible was written by men, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, it was written by men that were, expi- that were inspired by true events. You know, I mean, I, the Bible is the only Bible that, cannot be rewritten uh, it's right. duplicated in many different languages so, but, is, it, so is the quran and, and 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 those who are and, and by no means am i an expert in theology yeah which is you like know, another segment that it, i want to pick you know yeah, pick somebody's like, brain about you know why is it that all of a sudden these new wave of people oh well the old testament was back then the two testament is what's happening now i'm like no because they all intertwine together yeah, I guess I think, but it, it, I, I could be wrong. I mean, there's so many avenues to interpretation, yeah. right? Because we see the the original Old Testament, right, as a vengeful God. Like, oh, God, Sodom and Gomorrah came from the Old Testament where God was like, you know what? I don't like this. Restart. And it was like everybody gone. Was it him or was it just the people that made that? Well, well that's the thing, right? Because he gave us free will as, uh-huh. as, as what we know, right? We have free will. And those i would say the population at the time that had direct contact with god yeah didn't know how to act i guess and, and they were like okay this is done like i'm restart blood restart fire and brim it was all grim it was like meant to keep us think up. Of, but okay so l- just let me just get this ahead. out real quick because i feel like i'm on a roll here so yeah, it seemed like, it seemed like on the old testament it seemed like we were put in a place of fear like god is vengeful you got to be right or you will end up in brimstone and fire, right? That's what I would take away from it. Mm-hmm. But then you segue into the New Testament and it's all like, you know, it's all, it's a loving God. It's someone you should, and, and that's the reason he sent his son, right? Like, yeah. So that, that, he, that we may be forgiven for our sins through his blood and sacrifice. Um, and, and that's what the devil hates, that we, that Jesus came for us and died for us. Yeah. And and the thing is, um, every time we sin, we sin. Up, we we it, it, what we do is we put them back on the cross. Correct. So when 
people tend to argue theology or or want to impose a certain opinion and that's what they are their opinions of course they're all opinions <clears throat> even ours they're their opinions right um because we're tribal we want to yeah. we want to be we we'll want you to see things my way uh, because my this way, is what it way. is yeah and and taking religion out of it right like we're not um you know catholicism is not without its uh dark periods or yeah denominate non-denomination like lutherans and you know uh christianity yeah. itself right is is branches of these uh yeah. religions right so when you interpret those texts right should and you know scholars have through the years right written their interpretations of what the yeah. word of god really. but I, I agree with you it's inspirational right there has to be a holy yeah. spirit presence for for these things to happen um but I feel like when people argue these things, right, like you have to kind of take them as their opinion only and, and separate that from that person. Because yeah. just because they have a certain view on something, that doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. True. But here's the thing. But they want to push their views on, that's their views you, on you. No, yeah. And, and that's, so what, that's it, what annoys me. It's like, bro. Yeah. So for it's, the, it's, but it's human nature. It, it, it should annoy you because now they're conflicting yeah. with you and, so, and, and you would feel like you, you're stepping on my toes yeah essentially so when i was you know this friend of mine going back and forth with her because she put something on there mm-hmm. you know i'm like well show me like tell me where in the bible this set because what she had i know nowhere in the bible and, and i'm laughing at you because you know essentially this is your fault because you're the I one that, that you want that put that out there, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. She put it out there. Okay. I questioned her. Hey, hey, listen. I'm not a Bible thumber. I mean, I like history. I like to be educated. I like to know because yeah. you know, uh, I've been to many religions. Uh, you know, I have cousins from different religions. I'll mm-hmm. go with them just to learn. You know, just to see. I go with an open minded. I don't go there to compare. You know, I just want to know what do they teach you. You know, that way I can grasp and understand, you know, like your way of thinking and why you feel so comfortable coming to this religion. So she was, I was like, hey, um, okay, well, show me where this is in the Bible. Like, show me scriptures. And she was like, well, don't you, and she was saying like, oh, you know, I've read the Bible enough. I'm like, okay, well, well show me. And she was like, no, because you're attacking me. No, see, that, how that's am I some, attacking that's, you? That's, when, some, that's a mistake, bro. I'm, I'm asking you to show me, teach me, all right, yeah. where this is at. Because if it is, then I'll believe it. I'll back you up 100%. I'll even post it on my page. But, you know, but because you're anti religion and don't be religion, I'm like, okay. So she was like, no, no, because you're coming aggressive at me. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, if I don't know what I'm talking about, show me. Yeah. You know, and like to this day that she hasn't. Like we left that alone, but I'm like, okay, so and it's always better, right? Because you're always like, religion and politics are are, oh pro- are are not are so um they're so trigger starters, yes. man. It's like and emotional triggers, now. man. It's to your point, man. Um, and I I don't want to disvalidate or <laughs> go against anyone's interpretations of what it's these your are, opinion. Man. It counts. But right? I mean, we all have of opinions. I just think that those things are better left for people who are not just offering an opinion on on the whim yeah um if you have a true true argument or i shouldn't even say argument but if you have true valid point then 
it's something to probably privately discuss. Yeah. Not which is, I mean, we're DMing each other, but yeah. You know, my point with her was like, okay, you know, so you want to bash religion? Okay, cool, bash it by all means, but back it up, like show me. Yeah. I'm not telling you your proof to me. Just show me where it's at, and if it's there, okay. So, so her thing was like she was bashing religion. Not my religion. I mean, just in general. You know, oh, she was saying like religion is it's like just a, bad. It, period. Like, you know, like religion is an organized some, yeah something like yeah um, blah blah blah. And so I was okay. And so there's like ten, like like some ten commandments. I'm like, okay, well the the ten commandments are in the Book of Exodus, but uh-huh. these the ones that she posted. I was like, okay, show me, like show me, show me. She even threw it down. She's like, I read the book from back, you know, from page to page. I know scriptures. I'm like, oh, really? Oh. So that, she she okay. threw down. Oh, I read the Bible. That's, that's bold, bro. Like so somebody I, be like, yo, I read, so I read I, the Bible from back. So like, so I we talking so, about? We ain't talking about. You know about what like, I did? <laughs> I clapped back and I was like, show me. Yeah. Show me where it's at, and if it's there, and it, if you can prove it that it's biblically there, fine. I respect for you, like. I'll give you your flowers. So what is that exactly? She was just bashing religion? Yeah, she was bashing religion because it's an organized thing, blah, blah, blah. Like Christianity, Catholicism, everything above. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, we're in the Bible because we're obviously reading the same Bible, allegedly. Well, I was like, well, where are we at? I'm like, show me where it's at. I'll pull up on my Bible app and I'll put in that scripture. And if it's there, cool. You know, we're on the same page. But if it's not there, how are you gonna write shit without even knowing? Man, we could we could beat down that horse yeah. all day long and, and we'd still it <laughs> we'll probably still be in the wrong. We had we had we had this conversation the other day where I, I was telling we we're talking about all those people that were down in Dealey Plaza thinking that JFK was gonna come back and and all that mess. So and these are the same people that are God fearing people, by the way. These aren't these aren't okay. So let, let's let, okay, let's leave that aside. And we think about the people that are uh, reasoning in facts, yeah, right. Um, and then you have someone who is debating you on on theory, and uh, which these are I don't know. You could say conspiracy theorists, where someone who investigates and is dealing in facts, yeah, dwindles down the noise to get to that fact. To, to that argue not to the argument but to that base yeah. conversation of like their point conspiracy theories are always trying to clutter up with more of like well well now yeah well I see that but did you see this and this is why this happened and and this is and, and it never ends it's always a conspiracy theory like there's never enough proof to for you to to really unvalidate what their think what yeah. what their theory is um so I think overall man I, <clears throat> If anything, I would just, it's a good thing that you just kind of let I it be. I left it alone. Yeah, you I let it like, be. Um, in essentially religion, um, look, I've always said this. I don't think that, speaking for myself as a Catholic, yeah. I don't think that Catholicism is the end all of all number one religion in the world. I don't think that. that but here's what I think uh, personally for myself. I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. It is the place or community of religion that makes me feel closer to God. There's things about it that are very it's it's just for me it it brings me closer to him, right? Yeah. And and I don't I really don't care what people feel like, oh well you don't need this, you don't need 
but there are sacraments that are in place yeah that as part of my i would say culture are attached to that it gives me it's brought me my values is where i is where yeah. i feel most comfortable at but then also it comes within it's uh, yeah it's a culture thing for yeah. me man like these are my these are the same the same religion that gave me my values and essentially brought me up to be the individual that i am so by all means i'm not saying i'm a perfect individual yeah but i think i'm pretty compassionate i think i'm a pretty good human being yeah so if that religion has made me a a contributing member of society yeah. i'm good with that of course yeah I, I don't and if yeah i mean what organization doesn't raise funds doesn't have a community doesn't you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's things in place for this now the beauty the, the beauty in it is that i mean think about vatican city you think about the historical like the history behind catholicism yeah you know um and there's so much things that the architecture yeah the 16 chapel the the pope uh history there you know now whether you believe he's ordained by god or not that i believe that yeah. you may not and i mean that to anybody else out there listening um the, the la virgen de guadalupe yeah. you know that's that's a mexico thing you know like yeah. all catholics not just mexico yeah. but, but mexico <clears throat> adores her because yeah. she's the mother of, of, of us christ, yeah. the mother of christ um but it's all within intertwined within our culture yeah our upbringing our celebration and traditions it's a beautiful thing it and, is and the sacraments that we have whether it's communion whether it's confession i mean i mean quinceañeras come from that like let's just keep it real like what other religion allows you to go party <laughs> like i mean i'm serious right yeah. but anyway like all in all there is so much <laughs> there yeah. is so much you can find yeah. in that religion that doesn't have to be tethered to like oh it's just you know it's it's all an organized you know cult cult whatever man like I look, just, you have to examine things yeah. for what they are and no one is is sitting here saying this religion is above this one this religion is a when you get into that space of me is better in, see if if you ask me a question hey why do catholics believe this i'll give you what i know but that's not, it's not going to be me saying, hey, well, check out this Bible verse. This yeah. just proves what you think. Yeah. No, that's wrong. That, I, I, it was I, wrong you, of me you, to ask her that. You, you don't, you don't, you don't win anyone over or, or, or get, or get to a place of agreement to disagree yeah. by just trying to disprove something. In, in, in essence, like, let, let me just get this out. By disproving that. <laughs> yeah. Your opinion is not matter is is not valid yeah. when it comes to this, right? So, you you really just kind of have to say, okay, that's what you believe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I disagree, but we can we could still be cool. Yeah. I mean, and like after that, I thought about okay, maybe I shouldn't have pushed her that hard. Maybe I shouldn't have had questioned it. But I mean, think about it. I mean. Because if you don't question somebody, then they're just going to start, you know, going off on people. It's like, well, wait a minute. I was like, if you don't have your facts straight, yeah. but you over here saying all this bullshit, I mean, <laughs> but somebody's going to call you out. And I wouldn't be a friend if I didn't call you out. Right? You're right. So, wouldn't be friends. so I'm like, I think me and her, we're all right. But like, yet again, you know, like, we got all these liberals. 
you know, trying to, you know, can't say nothing to them. Uh, actually, as like earlier today, I was talking to my friend. She's uh, man, you put a lot of people on blast, brother. Hey, <laughs> uh, because that shit happens to me, man. So bro, like, you 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 a fire starter, bro. <laughs> like, I, what are we doing, bro? Content. <laughs> you call, call punking out people by religion, man. No, not punking out people, but it's like, listen, like if you're gonna spit fire, like yeah, you, you let it be fire. Don't let it be, you know, spitballs, because. I mean, if I ask you to show me something, yeah. I'm not calling you. Just show me, teach me. Yeah. I'm not calling you because this is all through DM. Even if it was in person, I still oh, do the bro, same thing. What a, what a time waster, man. Like you're sitting there typing. Okay. No, no. Huh. So that's another thing I, I do and I don't let people get under my skin. Yeah. So like sometimes I'll pull like controversial stuff. I mean, oh, and people will, uh, they'll come at me. I'm glad I don't know this side of you, man. Nine out, check this out. Nine out of ten, I'll just like it. I won't even read it. All right? You're one of those people. Oh, like, God bless. Like, <laughs> bless they, you. They just did something. You're like, God bless you. Dude, that's me. That's So the reason I went back and forth with her, I was like, you know what? Let me just fuck with her. I'm bored. Oh, I do man. something you, to do. You know she's going to listen to this. She's going to like, what an asshole. That's okay. That's okay. I don't care because she knows that's how oh, I'm, I'm going to fight. I will call you out on your bullshit if it's bullshit. You know, yeah. I'll give you roses when you get roses. But, you know, like stuff like this, like, like, dude, like, come on. Like, what idiot will believe what you just post? I mean, come on. Like, you got to be real stupid. And, okay. So, and to wrap it up so we can move on, I, I, I agree, man. Mm-hmm. I think living your truth and, and living your truth, right? That's yeah. cool. But at the end of the day, just because, you believe a certain fact uh, I'm certain you say fact if you believe in your own opinions yeah it doesn't mean that you 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 can but you gotta push it you can push it up somebody yeah I just did it and that's okay man and that's okay I just did it and it's cool that y'all can still be cool and, and oh yeah because, we're cool yeah I mean we still talk but every now and then I, again just to fuck with it so you're gonna show me those, those bible scriptures yeah man next time you <laughs> next time you see this person is Hey, bring your highlighter, bro, and bring your Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so then uh, wrapping up that whole Halloween thing, man, yeah. I, I think that for moving forward, man, uh, the way things look and, and where we are, you know, uh, it, it was nice to at least be able to to come together and have a Halloween and, and you yeah. see people out there asking for candy and you it's know, a beautiful it, thing. It's, it's it's the lighter side of that, right? Yeah, of course. Like, kids dressing up. Yeah, and it's, it's a, cute. It's cute, right? Like it's the kids, right? Yeah, and it's for the kids to go get candy, give out candy. I mean, it's a good way to, you know. I saw, and, and not only that, man, I saw a couple of uh, people dressed up as uh, superheroes, right? So that's the thing, right? Oh lord. And then, uh, so you know, the biggest thing, even like when we swag over to superheroes, like Superman. That, the controversial. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you about that too. The, con- the controversial thing right here. That, that Superman, Superman came out as gay, right? No, like, no, his son. His son did. His right? son. Like, his yeah, son, yeah. His son came out as gay. Because I know you're a big comic dude, so oh, yeah, I was gonna yeah, ask yeah. you. Well, uh, I have two things that I have written down here that I, I have my notes on. Yeah, come on with it. Uh, your thoughts about Superman's boy coming out by, right? Mm-hmm. And also. I don't know if you watched the Val Kimmer documentary on, on Prime. I've heard that's really good. Oh, dude, I it's heard the sad. Review, it's, yeah, it's sad. That's, and that's that's man, that's Doc Holiday. And the reason I'm telling you, but my thing is because he played Batman, 
And I know you're a big Batman. Yeah, man. You know? So of all the Batmans that I think actually, I don't remember on the conversation on the phone, but of all the Batmans that have mm-hmm. been played by each cat by each actor, which one's your best one? I think you said Michael Keaton. I, I think oh, actually, man, is. you know, I have to say, my Batman, yeah, is going to have to be Christian Bale. Really, Christian Bale. Now, don't get me wrong, man. That's nothing to take away. See, I got a one one A. So okay, I would say Christian Bale. Michael Keaton. Okay, those are like hands down Batman to me. Like uh, Michael Keaton because he was, dude. I was five years old when '89 Batman came out. Um, I'm sorry, I was not five years old. That is totally wrong math. Or was I? No, wait a minute. I was born in '83. (laughs) I was born in '83. This movie, this movie came out in '89. Yeah. So I was five, right? Yeah, five or six. Five or six. Yeah, doing bad math here. Wow. Um, that's a Scotland education Jesus, right there. Jesus, man. The DISD education. No, right it's not on them, bro. It's just <laughs> people getting old here. No, but yeah, no. So, yeah, I was five or six years old. Okay. And that was the first feature film I ever went to the movies for. Really? And Batman. Batman. With Michael yeah, Keaton. Michael Keaton, man. Um, but looking back at where we are now in, in cinematography and yeah. the way they've evolved characters uh, i enjoyed the christian bell batman because it was more grounded in reality but okay. it showed the i think it showed more of a human-esque side of batman where it was not really a batman story if you really look at it it's yeah. more of a bruce wayne um story story yeah it was his kind of his three-part um i would say yeah i mean storyline uh, yeah of what his journey was and i think for me it kind of was like a grown-up version of batman where it didn't have all these matured yeah okay yeah and i mean the job that they did in rebooting that from don't get me wrong man like val kilmer dude he did his thing and it was a commercialized film and Looking back on it, it's funny and you yeah, it's you, gimmicky so, and all that. But so he mentions Batman and like you have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but you definitely have to watch it yeah. on his segment on Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong, man, I think Val is one of the baddest motherfuckers out here doing it. And and at the time, you know, he dude, you go back, watch him in Tombstone. Oh my god. A dog. It's Doc Holiday. I'll be a Huckleberry. Yeah, oh, it's Doc geez. Holiday to yeah. this day, man. Um The Saint. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um and then obviously I think the Batman part he was more I think I kind of wonder where he would have pushed it had it gone more but I think at the time the studio I believe was trying to make it more of a kid friendly movie that's Comical, why they, kid, they, yeah. they, they got away from Tim Burton uh, yeah. because of the dark uh, just but that's what Batman is man Batman is dark but you know he he, he 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 lives in that world of Gotham where it's gritty it's dark yeah. it's not kid friendly dude. and I'm glad that DC moved it into the direction of like the DC Black Label, where okay. this is like, this isn't your kids' Gotham City. This is like, shit's going down, man. Like, you got serial killers, you got like, you know, like grotesque storylines where yeah. y- you derive from this is what is really like, um, shit that I guess breaks Batman down yeah. mentally because the fact that he doesn't kill. Yeah. But. He he's still human, yeah. right? He doesn't have superpowers. He's not he's not Superman, but he's all world detective. Like the dude is like mad smart. 
bad rich, you know, and and is able to separate both. But I think what I reconciled was is that he needs Batman. He needs to be Batman because there's no there's no normalcy. Yeah, that's know? all he knows. Yeah, that's all he knows. Yeah. There's no normalcy and there's no rest. Like he is Batman and he needs Batman to function. That's why whenever the storylines of him and Selena Kyle getting together, yeah, um, or him having a son that eventually becomes a Robin, yeah. or him mentoring Dick Grayson as he is Robin, um, there is no there's no normalcy for him. It's almost like he that's that that father figure, right? But him losing his parents was at a young age. At a young age was traumatic for him, right? Yeah. So that he never wanted to be in that vulnerable place ever again. And I think that when you look at the Val the Val Kilmer movie, it really it's real more of it's, it, like, yeah, really, it's more of a fun like yeah. kids movie. And at the time I thought it was great. Like yeah. I was a kid, man, and I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. It was like Batman's got a cool new suit and yeah. you know, dude Man, I I don't know how many times I would plead with my parents anytime we went to the to a Target, yeah, a toy store. Give me a Batman, give me, dude. I was like all over that shit. I was a kid, man. Okay, yeah. what about Jokers? Oh man, dude, which Jack one? Nicholson, Drew, uh, Jim Carrey, Joaquin Phoenix, or Heath Ledger? Man, you which one of those four? Throw some heavy hitters, hey. man. Look, okay, man, those are the ones that stood out the most. Um. My favorite Joker, yeah. and the one that stood out the most, I'm gonna yeah. give you two. My favorite Joker is um, Heath Ledger. That was just sick, man. That was that was Heath. Well, okay, so let let's. But okay, so yeah, so but the one that stood out to me was Joaquin. Phoenix. Oh, of course, man. But I but hey, that, listen, once again, man, I got the one one a. I mean, Jack Nicholson, dude. That that is dog. That's shining right there. <sighs> Yeah, that's uh the big old smile. Yeah, like yeah. that's you know, and and even then I was creepy. Yeah. So one A one one A one and one A. Oh wait a minute. It's like, like Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson. And even then when, when Heath Ledger was alive, he, he said, Look, I don't want to touch anything that Nicholson did. Yeah, of course. Because that itself is what it needs to be. Yeah. I'm gonna do the vision that I I've been inspired to do and dude, he won an Oscar for it. I want to correct myself. Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. Not the Joker. Okay. Although, so. like, you know, when, when we're talking about the Joker, um, you got to kind of put it into context, right? Like, what kind of universe and world they were living in. Jared Leto, man, I think he, he does a good job. But here, here's, here's, the, here's the thing. I think that the writing for his films, I don't know, man, like, because he lives in a different universe, right? Yeah. He lives in a universe with there's Superman, there's Wonder Woman. So he has to play that fun fantasy Joker. The Joaquin Phoenix version, oh, that, that dude, you can find that in a dark alley anywhere in America. Yeah. That's not, that's, that's not from outside the realm of reality, man. Like, no. And these are, and you know, these, the way they grounded him in that as a character, the one thing about Joaquin Phoenix, and he said it himself, he doesn't pick fuck around roles. No. He only did this as a once, no Lifetime, sequel. Yeah. This was just going to be a one-time case uh, study case on this character. And he was going to move on. He wasn't going to do another one. But he, the movie did so well 
that and by the way the writer and creator mm-hmm. uh, who directed the movie same dude that did old school <laughs> like yeah love that movie dude, love that Danny movie. McBride fucking Danny McBride is the one carrying the Halloween the new Halloween reboots really these dudes are mad funny dude and they they they're, are, they're, sick. they're making sick ass horror films or shit that makes you be like what the fuck like it yeah. fucks with you and, and to go and watch that Joaquin Phoenix version movie, you tend to look at analyzing the mental health aspect yeah. of, of what the character goes through, man. Like, you almost feel bad for him. You do, you do. You feel you feel like a compassion for him because you're like, damn. It makes you kind of reflect, have I ever been fucked up to a person like that before? Or like, he just wants help. He's asking for help and nobody's giving it to him. Everybody just walks over yeah. him, dude. And I can tell you as an immigrant, how many times I probably felt a smidge of that, mm-hmm. you know, and and you identify with yeah. a little bit of that, and you're and you're like, fuck, man, and then you analyze yourself as like, have I been that like that to someone? Am I that guy? Am I that guy? Am I that Do you, person? Are yeah. you dismissive of someone because of who they are? Or yeah, what you perceive perceive of them, you know, it's like it's fucked up, and so. The way they presented that dude, you you become aware. You're kind of like, oh, you you feel bad for him, dude. But at the same time, like the acting, oh, that great. dude that dude takes it to it takes it there, man. Like I think it was you're right. It was it was Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix. Now, do you think there'll be another Joker like on top Joaquin Phoenix's character? I don't want there to be. <laughs> but, but, I know, know, but I know it's coming. Oh, of no, listen, man. Like, oh, man. And remember the, the, the guy from Gotham playing Joker back, that was twisted too. Yeah. Man. The dude, like, was doing. See, the, so there's different versions of the Joker. Yeah. So the, the one that he played in Gotham was really twisted and had the, the skin staple back on. So that's more like a leather face. Yeah. You know, grotesque Joker, right? But. All of them all kind of want to watch the world burn. They don't, they don't, they, they're not after money. They're not after anything that is of value to us, right? Yeah. Like wealth, fame. He just wants to fuck shit up. Yeah. And the, the documentary on, there was a documentary on the joke. There was. There was. Uh, it was on the History Channel. It was okay. a study about the character itself. the characters of the joker yeah and it it was actually in line with the way serial killers um i think i heard something about that yeah yeah if anybody knows check it out it's on history channel um you could probably look it up on youtube too but it's uh i think it was based on the character and how it intertwines with some of america's like most famous serial killers yeah. like it, it ties the in ted like bundy's yeah and, uh, ted bundy's and and may and uh, with gacy and yeah it, it ties into how we all have an inner clown inside of us like there's a part of us that all of us have a dark part of us in, yeah. as humans right so this character types it taps into that side of where there there is no rules there this is just a free for all. We're gonna fuck shit up and and let the world just burn, right? Yeah. And when you, it that's the disconnect of a, of a person when, um, 
you lose rea- grip on reality, right? Like there are no consequences. We just fuck shit up and it is what it is. Yeah. And the way they they kind of developed the character at first was more to be like a nemesis of this is Batman's nemesis, right? Yeah. But as we as it's evolved, right, into this dark uh, world of Gotham, and you look at him as um people who were kind of left behind, right? Yeah. Like because there was traumatic shit that happened to yeah. him. This wasn't like he didn't he wasn't born the yeah no. Nah. His you know, mom's and the dude, dad leaving. Yeah, his wife yeah. got killed. And I mean, dude was just trying to dry some jokes and be a stand up comedian. Yeah. Right? But he was just, he couldn't socially function. Yeah. Yeah. So he had no other way but to be like, Expensive. fuck this. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking fuck shit up. Yeah. Okay. So that, so when they tie the, the, the mental aspect of the character, right? Um, and how he feels no remorse or how he yeah. feels no there's a, a dead cockroach to him is a dead cockroach yeah you know there's no or oh he kills someone there's no empathy there there's like oh well i killed this person i feel terrible no we're in batman batman's like i can't kill them that, that makes me different right because if i kill then i'm no different. I'm one of them yeah then i'm no different than these guys i'm trying to put in yeah. jail um, but there's a line that Christian Bale says when he's fighting Ra's al Ghul in Batman Begins. Ra's al Ghul tells him, "Finally, you have learned yeah what is necessary in order to kill." So Christian Bale says, and I'm gonna try my best impression. He says, "I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you." And then he fucking just. Let them go right away. Let them go yeah. in the train. And that's it. Like, he didn't kill him. But he didn't, he didn't save he him. He didn't save him. Right? So, so that puts him off, uh, out of the whole. So, so technically, he didn't kill him. He yeah. just didn't save him. He didn't save him. Right? So, when, but when we compare, right, it, if, if we're really going down the, the rabbit hole of who's your who's Joker and, and how does that kind of play into this whole thing um i think it takes a, a pretty special individual to go there mentally yeah and and not take that home with you yeah because i think there is a part of all of us that has that a little that dark, joker that dark clown inside of us yeah. man and and i think ultimately man like from what people study serial killers man um there's there's just it's darkness there man yeah and and if you live too much in that darkness, it has a way to get to you. Right. Man. And um, but yeah, that that's just kind of like my opinion on that. Man. So I got one. It's a one question, one answer before we transition to something else. Okay. Do you think there will be another penguin? It already is. Who? You, you Colin Farrell, man. You ain't seen the the new Batman movie from the new one. Yeah. With that English actor. Yeah. From Harry Potter, Colin Farrell. Uh, Colin Farrell. You don't remember Colin Farrell? Yeah, no, I know Colin Farrell, but yeah, dude, he's uh, no. I'm not talking about Will Farrell. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> Colin Farrell. He um, uh, he was of um, oh my god, you remember the movie SWAT? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's the, him. I, he's the penguin. He's the penguin, bro. Yeah, I've seen the previously new Batman. Yeah, he's he's the new. Okay, so the guy that was running around playing lover vampire. Yeah. Uh, who, by the way, is 
for me is grown up. That's uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah, Robert Pattinson. New Batman, right? Dark. I think the guy's a phenomenal actor, by the way. I think he's going to yeah, be but, fun. But, but the, the fill in but the, the Batman jo- shoes, though. Yeah, no, man. But see, that's the thing. Once again, we have to live in a world where we detach ourselves. See, here's the thing, like, with comic book fans, man. Like, we don't detach ourselves from the comics that much. We, we want there to be that connection. Like, oh, because this is what I read, so it's Bible. Yeah. But we don't have to think, like, look, the writers and the people that put this stuff together have to make sure that it's it lives in certain in certain universes yeah. right and so but there's always going to be things that are tethered to the to the comic book for yeah. sure right so they have their own interpretation of it and and they have the right to because at the same time they just brought back Michael Keaton's Batman they just brought back Ben Affleck's Batman they're they're doing a multi-universe right now within oh. all that so where as Marvel they made a continuous timeline as to how everything evolves Evolved. and it's interconnected. With DC, it's like we have all these universes and we're just gonna like Mix create story we're just yeah. gonna create storylines that when we may have three Batmans going on at the same time. We have two Jokers going on at the same time. Yeah. So um to me I mean it's like this the more content we create the better. So yeah. I, I just detached myself from everything that I thought was Bible and just take it in as whatever that interpretation is. And I'll judge it at the end, man. And if I like it, cool. If I don't, then I don't. But I think that there, there, there hasn't been enough um, exploration of the yeah. characters because there's always those ghosts too. Every time they reboot a series, it's like they reboot Spider-Man. Who's the first day? Cobb Goblin. Oh, okay. The Goblin. Oh, okay. Then Electro. Okay, so anytime they reboot Batman, it's like, we got to do the Joker. But I think we've moved on from that. Yeah. I think it's like, tell me a storyline that actually gets me. Like, I hope they do the storyline on the Court of Owls. That, to me, is so much, so much things that you could work from. The secret societies. Yeah. You know, uh, murders. I mean, and outside you could work in other characters. You could work in Catwoman, like they're doing with this one. Yeah. You could work in like the Riddler. You can work in Two Face. I want to see Two Face. Yeah. Because the left with Heath Ledger, like left an uh, open window to inclu- start including Two Face and these Batman series. And you know, the one thing that I I almost wish they would have done is to, and they they he said that they did, but he turned it down. So uh, apparently, Christian Bell was done. Yeah playing Batman. Because he did two, right? He did three. Three, yeah. Batman Begins, Batman uh, Re- is it Batman Returns, and, and the, no, it's the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight, and then and the, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So, when Henry Cavill signed on to play Superman, the Man of Steel, yeah. the thought was that how cool would it be if we could get both of them to just cross over? But they used and, Ben Affleck. And apparently right? the conversation was had but Christian Bell was like, I don't want anything to do with Batman. I'm done with it. Yeah. It's time for somebody else to step in. To take it. Yeah. And good for him. You know, and, and Ben Affleck, as much as hate as he got right away, I he handles shit, bro. Like <laughs> he won me over. He won me over with the town. Yeah, of course. You know? He, and up to up ultimately if 
he did a bad job then okay it's done what can you do it's done you know and just because the movie didn't do good is not because of him you know i mean there there's there's other things at play story writing you have to think about that like if the story isn't good i don't care who you got up there yeah whatever you know but that's what it is but the things is when we're looking at marvel and dc you, you can't compare man like it's just like dude it's like Marvel has already been working on this for like 20 years. Yeah, they've been. And yeah. it's like every movie on top of every movie has connected. Now, I'm kind of lost, man, to be honest with you, because there's so much shit going on. Actually, as a matter of fact, I, because my coworker, he's a big like Marvel DC fan, right? But I haven't seen all this Captain America, you know, movie storyline. Mm-hmm. So he's like, dude, but you can find it on Disney. So. I have yet to see all of them, like from Iron Man all the way, you know. I think like the last one I saw was when Thanos like like snapped his fingers and you know. Yeah. That was that was my I saw it, Thor. It was, and it's and it dude, to this day, you it holds up. You can watch it as many times and you'll still dude, it, it's so still I have to still, follow a storyline. I mean, I, I don't know. I hear people talking about it like, you know, very excited like you are, you know, you're getting into it. And I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there. I mean, look, man, you you have to be invested. Yeah. And if you're not invested, no crime. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but if you're invested enough to try to find out and and go into these storylines, it, it it's on you. Yeah. And. But you know, if, if you find the time and the want to, yeah, you'll 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 pull you'll, you'll gravitate to it, yeah. And if you don't, you can just be the the fan that just appreciates. This yeah. is just another story told by this character that I loved growing up with, yeah. And if you can appreciate it from afar, that doesn't make you any less of a fan than someone who's been reading the comics since the nineteen fifties or sixties. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I mean. It, it is what it is yeah. I think at this point everyone is I, I think a little jaded sometimes yeah. with reboots and can we just get one storyline great but I think everyone has been content with the Marvel so universe yeah. man. like it's just you know look at all the marketing that they do with it and it's fantastic yeah um, but I'm excited to see what DC's got coming man yeah. like the 2022 stuff with the Batman and, and you know and I hope the I mean the guy that's directing it is the guy that did Planet of the Apes oh, um, nice. so M- Matt Reeves okay. I, I think he's phenomenal man I think he's he's been doing a great job I'm excited to see the Wakanda forever yeah. um, I know it's kind of it, it's sad because you know Shadow. we lost we lost the, the Black Panther yeah. there um, but I'm excited to see how they recover that you know yeah um, and moving forward, you know, what's going to happen with the whole Captain America yeah. uh, line, you know, the, that whole storyline. How, how does that kind of impact eventually coming back together and piecing, you know, the new Avengers group, you yeah. know, like the death of Tony Stark? Yeah. How, how does that, you know, because st- you still have to recover from all that. Like yeah. there's nothing, all these other things have been set in motion, like the timeline, like, right? Like, so now Loki has gone and completely fucked up the timeline. So... That, that means that anything that previously happened doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Because now you have opened the doors for X-Men. 
Fantastic Four. Yeah. This Spider-Man actually that's coming up is going to probably open up a lot more of an understanding of what's about to happen with yeah. the multi-universe. And I'm not by no means an expert because there's far more people that are better qualified if you go on YouTube <laughs> yeah. to dissect all these trailers yeah. and, and tell you what their theories are. But it's opening up the door to X-Men, Blade, yeah. Morpheus, uh, Ghost Rider, the, the different Spider-Mans in yeah. themselves. Like that's a storyline. Yeah. Um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, we didn't even touched on that. And then what Thor is, is that's doing. Another, that's a whole nother You got thing. Hulk also by himself. Yeah. And then Hulk. Hulk is being created its own storyline where come on man how many of us are not dying to see Wolverine versus Hulk Ugh. on the screen you know it'd be great if they could get Hugh Jackman to play back again. on there yeah. yeah just to come back for that I'm all for that <laughs> just, just shoot that <laughs> just shoot that man and I'm yeah. good um, the the Tom Hardy's Venom versus Spider-Man like that's happening that'd be a good one like it's about to happen versus and you know so you, you kind of think and how are they going to tie in Blade when it comes to this new dark world so um the uh with dr strange and the multi-universe of madness that ties into the spider-man no way home but in that uh if you if you did watch any of the wanda vision um wanda has now become the scarlet witch so she's going to be in the uh, dr strange and multiverse of madness but i think in in that faction of that series i think that opens up the door for all these other dark yeah. characters to come in, which is like Blade and um, Blade, do they bring back Go- Wesley Snipes? Ghost Rider. Uh, they, they were talking about is it. it. They were talking or is about it. Brian Reynolds also played Blade. No, he was Deadpool. Deadpool. That's another one. Deadpool. We didn't even think about <laughs> Deadpool. So all that, dude. I yeah. mean, you're about to see in the next ten years the what that's gonna happen. Yeah. Bro, my God, man. And and the thing is, it sucks for me because I, I I buy these collectibles. And and now I have no room to put any more. So, <laughs> no more Batman's. Give me a little break. Yeah, right. I, I'm like completely done. Like I'm trying to set down my collection where it's like, okay, I'm done. Done. <laughs> but you guys keep coming out with new Batman, so I have to buy new shit. <laughs> it's the same year with the Cowboys, man. Like Jerry keeps putting out fly gear, and every yeah, time really I'm yeah. like, I'm done, and I'm Something like, there I go, that. spending like three hundred dollars of my money on a new jersey, a new hat, a new sweater a new you know what have yeah dude and i'm just like damn it jerry (laughs) just when i thought you didn't give you all my money and and that's the thing man we 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 live for this stuff right we live for this stuff with that being said we hit the two hour mark yeah so and i'll give i'll give you 15 more minutes (laughs) (laughs) i gotta i gotta get going man because i mean it's my birthday so i'm about to go so do it quickly all right um can we talk about football Go ahead. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna put my boy on, who is a uh, diehard Green Bay Packers fan. Hold oh on. I'm gonna put God. him on. You plug him in. Yeah. My brother, are you up? Yes. No. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll get it back. I just got a record. Man, I was trying to put you on the podcast. Talk about these Green Bay Packers. Oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> 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 well, I need you to be. I need you to be at a hundred. Well, can can you be on the show right now? All right, let me plug you up. 
right, here we go. All right, Smiley, you there? Yeah. All right, can we we got him on? Yeah, he's on. Okay, he's on. All right, so this is our our new podcast show. We're segueing our conversation into football, and who other than to have my boy Smiley come on and talk about this Aaron Rodgers situation? Who is, by the way, a green? He is a Green Bay Packers fan. Um, yes, and yes, um, so, you know, we, we were touching a little bit on the football subject and we kind of want to get your thoughts on where where the season is, what Aaron Rodgers did and yeah. what his future look like. And uh, what, what where do you think the investigation is going to lead? Uh, as far as what we all think, well, let, let me say this first. Um, if, if, in fact, uh, he has done something, you know, the truth is going to come out, okay? Um, also, if there's been some other stuff, I mean, you, get, you just got to take it for what it is. You know, people are getting caught left, left and right, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I, I like to presume that he's innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, as far as his future in the Green Bay, he, he's probably going after this season. Yeah. I understand. Um I kind of wish he was gone this season. No matter how great a player he is, you, you change the chemistry of your team doing the things that have been done. And you don't know what is going on in his mental, but, yeah. you know, and you, and, you, and, and you think that he should have, as what he did with his predecessor, he should have already yes. just gone somewhere else like Brady did. I mean, you know, I think that would have been better than holding the team hostage. You know, but again, that's just for me on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just feel personally that you know there was no need for that. You've already made it. You have, you've had a great history, a uh, great you know team chemistry, and then you do this. You know people have to know when it's time to move on. You know, and I, I don't think people know that in this day and time. And they don't like passing the torch. You know, and I can I can honestly say I don't think no no great players ever been good at passing the torch. Right. So, um. Okay, so as far as this season, what what do you think the Packers are are, are doing? You, are you th- do you think they're Super Bowl bound? Do you think they're you know um, wild card? Do you think they win the division? Uh, what are you thinking? Well, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. They are going to the Super Bowl this year, and I think Aaron is on a personal mission to prove some people within the organization badly wrong, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the team. I mean, you got you got elite players right now on offense and defense, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just look at what he, look at what he's doing, man. He's having an MVP season again. Yeah, just look at what he's doing. He's still killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you saw what he did to Chicago again, huh? <laughs> Say that, look, hey. This is <laughs> okay. I, I want I want you to to kind of give me some clarity on why would y'all sign Jalen Smith. Uh, because it's it's like any team, man. Like people don't get it, right? And, and let me keep it simple. There's always you always have to keep preparing, uh-huh. right? Nobody likes transition, but transition is life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we get in this thing, well, because I'm great, I'll always be great. What happens if you get hurt? Who's next after you? We already know that you're ready to leave just based on your re- pre- you know previous actions. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, just keep it simple. I mean, 
why are you bothered about them signing somebody that is no need or competition for you right now? But you could you could teach this guy. Now keep the history alive, keep the game alive for this team, the franchise. But nobody wants to do that anymore. And and I hate to say this, let me keep it sold even better. Nobody want to be Scottie Pippen to Jordan anymore. Nobody wants to do that. True. Yeah. So. And then let's let's for real, like you were segueing that way. I mean, you just what Scottie Pippen already came out and said about Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what's funny? And can I say this too? Hey, I mean, we ain't on Stephen A. Smith world, so you can say whatever you want to. Well, like, well, let me keep it a buck. Ain't it funny how after things are done, after you've won all of this stuff and all this stuff comes out, then you have this resentment, this this ill towards a person that you deem to be at one time your fellow brother, your teammate. Okay. I think a lot of times right now, and I hate to say this, but we're in a time right now where people are too soft. And they're just going to keep it a buck. Keeping That's just... Talking in the barbershop. Though. Yeah, real talk. Real talk. Yeah. Man, look, I'm not going to strain your voice anymore, but thanks for sharing those those thoughts with us, man. Um, oh, I'd, like man. To have you, I'd like to have you back on because um, earlier today, he and I were having a segue conversation about the Old Testament and the New Testament, and I thought you would be perfect for um, a little bit of a that definitely some filler conversation there, man. Because oh, man. I feel I feel like the spirit will right there be with us, and so I know you'd be fired for that content. So I think yeah. I think that's something that you were gonna have to schedule out for us for our next show, man. Because he was telling me a little bit about the conversation he had with a friend who. Yeah. Was uh, blasting religion as organized, you know, an organized thing, and and how she, mm-hmm. you know, basically just blasting it, right? But um, he he basically came out from the the standpoint of like, okay, if you if you've claimed you've read the Bible from front to back, then show us exactly where this is saying this about religion. And so uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of controversial talk between them. Ooh, that's, so that's good. so that's I'm good. like, yo, debate <laughs> debate is always good, and I know the man. I know the man who can drop the mic on that. So, uh, but I don't want to strain your voice, brother. It's always good to get you on and talk to you, even if it's for a brief second, because I know you're always going to give me something, man. So, um, you know, once again, man, we're going to put you on when we have this topic, man, because this is right up your alley. And if the spirit wasn't guiding me towards you, I, you know, hey, I'm just putting you aware. So, but let, let's try to book something for next week or something, man, so we can put you on. Hey, your man, tires. Like, listen, my it'll it'll come back. I was just praising God the other day. Well, man, all right. So we'll we'll get you back on, man. But thanks for the time, brother. And uh, I'll I'll all feel right. you in next week. Yeah. All right. All right. You guys have a great one, man. You go do, uh, Packers. Go Packers. Yeah, go Cowboys. You know, what? <laughs> you, know what? you gotta go. I'm gonna get a get. I'm gonna get a go. <laughs> God bless, all God right, bless, brother. All right, all right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> man, that brother right there, man, he is so just, man, let me tell you, he, he's, it's so funny, man, because he was my, he was my Lyft driver, and okay. that's how I met, and I met him like four or five years ago, still tight. Yeah? Still tight, man. That man right there knows his, uh, he knows his word, man. Um. Well, look, uh, I know we're reaching way past the two-hour mark, man, and, and they're they going to be waiting on me, man. 
Maybe. So uh, I will give you this breaking news, but it says that Deshaun Jackson had a call with the Raiders today so they could sign him as soon as Monday. So there's that. He's um, washed. He's and then Michael washed. Gallup will not be activated this week. I'm okay with that. And uh, Jarwin is on IR. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I like Jarwin. But we'll, we'll, we'll definitely finish up that segue conversation. There's so much to to even dig into. Isn't this isn't this like great energy, man? Like seriously, like. Well, this is. I wanted to ask you, like, yeah. you know, I hate to cut you off. I no, no. got to go, but I know, you know, like we talked about making this happening and uh, happen. Uh huh. You know, you did a quick intro. You know, but how about we give a, a uh, like what expectations for this? You know, just. Just that's give the good, people who are still good, hanging out with us. That's a good question. You know, or um, if they split this up like a two-part series, but I think so. You know, I think we I we mean, haven't created enough yeah, content here to create. We have more than enough. Yeah. So it's like you know, like what can people expect from us? You know, because obviously, you know, we both have two different ideas. We bring two different views. Mm-hmm. I think like you're more the calm one, and I'm the one that just <laughs> fucking you you know? you're out shit. Right <laughs> Look, um, I think the expectation is to create just conversation, man. Um, yeah. I, as you see, we didn't really dictate anything that yeah. uh, through a, a rap sheet. Um, I'd like to for sure get callers involved, yeah, and give us some uh, some feedback like we just did, yeah. Um, what they can expect from us, um, pure raw opinion, yeah, um, pure raw opinion with a sense of like, you know, a, a, a comfortable setting of where you can express. It's the safe zone. You can express yeah. ideas here. You can express your thoughts. Expression of thought. I guess yeah. we could just wrap it up with that. Um, because I think we're both two individuals that, you know, we we appreciate and we understand. Yeah. Uh, from just our our bring our our where we were brought up. Yeah. And the places we've been. Um, so us doing this project itself yeah. is, is just a testament to how we're you know, we're not we're not getting paid. Yeah. We're not we're not trying to like get you know and now if somebody was to come and say hello yeah, I'm gonna gonna yeah say no. we're not gonna say no i mean you could hook us up Rose, yeah. yeah yeah like you <laughs> could you could sponsor us for sure yeah. but our, our ultimate goal is just to create something good and good content and put yeah. it out there you know we're 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 essentially trying our own expectations are to just see where this takes us yeah and uh but at the same time you know we're 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 glad to to have yeah. anyone that is willing to share an experience and and their and also their freedom of thought. Because I know we said a little bit at the beginning, but I don't think we shared shared with the people listening why like how do we come or how do we come about uh, podcasting? So in a quick thirty seconds, I'll tell mine. You tell yours. Go ahead. How did you come across or like what made you get into, into podcasting? Um, straight up, just. Uh, by default <laughs> my boy didn't have anybody really putting content together okay. and just challenged me if I wanted to put a uh, show together yeah. and and I kind of got the bug that way yeah. um, I don't feel like I'm unique in any way to yeah. say oh you must put a podcast together I just did it and I, I felt like I conquered uh, an insecurity about me that you know no one necessarily cares about what you think but I did something. Yeah. You know, like I, I did I did a show of having it. of having no experience. Yeah. Of having no type of uh intuition about it or any any 
thought remotely about making a podcast yeah. and I did it why because I'm creative um, yeah. and I know that's probably cliche to say but I it is what it is I, it is what it is yeah. and and I put my best foot forward yeah. and try to make it and I ended up with uh, two seasons of it same here um, I and I'm glad I was able to share that with you because you were yeah. a part of the show yeah like the little 50 seconds of fame you gave me back then <laughs> you know because we talked about impulse and like yeah. all the equipment you're seeing here was impulse purchase yeah impulsive impulse nice, purchase man. and so you this know like for me this made the experience <laughs> you know for me it was more as an adventure to be fun yeah. you know something different i'm always trying to do something different you know especially you got involved, now brother we're going on with you know covid gotta try and find a way to keep your mind busy yeah you, you know and especially when it comes to talking you know it's like a lost art now you know mm-hmm. just a I think we talk. It's just all through text now. Like nobody picks the phone just to talk. So yeah, you know, for me, this is a good way to express myself, get to know people. You know, mm-hmm. get to know one another, and other people express themselves here also. You know, yeah. if they want to get something off the chest, hey, that, and that's what this has been. This yeah. has been us really just shooting shit and, yeah. and getting shit off our chest. Um, uh, I I think that I'm very blessed in a position to be, uh, to to contribute yeah um and very fortunate that you said yes uh because you got to remember without you know you agreeing to it we're not in this room yeah you know what i'm saying so i uh, i think more than anything uh i'm appreciative of your efforts the time yeah. and, and you willing to come on and, and do this man and uh so and d shout out to you man thanks yeah for, for sure thanks definitely. for giving us the, no, the thank platform. you for editing because i would have had to edit two and a half hours of all this <laughs> stuff i don't gotta do it so shout out hey, to not you, only bro. that man like we have content here for like three episodes if you <laughs> yeah, wanted to like we least. could cut it up to 30 minutes yeah um so it doesn't all have to run one way but dude the more creative content we put out there the better yeah. um and who ne- you never know who's listening man so they may pick up on the latino yeah. vibe and be like oh, i want these dudes to you know would come on the show or whatever but yeah. you know there, I, we know trillions of people out there that's the new thing that they all have podcasts and yeah and that's okay we're just trying to find a little space for our us. own niche yeah our own thing you, you, know, you don't want to be like everybody you ain't got to be super this famous our, yeah. you ain't got to be none of that you just you know, come out hang out, and come chat. Hang out for, with yeah. us you know and everyone has a story everyone has experience and you know it's all it's all good man so if you if you want to consider to to make time or you thought about it or being or yeah. uh, being part of a podcast or in or being in the, having that experience man you got a home here yeah you know? and so we, we we try to empower you know anyone who wants to come on and, and uh, share their story and their thoughts because believe me we are going to find some rabbit hole stories <laughs> to go down through and there's and conversation evolves man it's just there's all this right here conversation it, there's no we didn't come up with a bullet no. point, like a bullet I mean, point I, script. Of I did like have questions. two of them here that I wanted to ask you about because, but that was just two of them. But yeah, everything else was generic, you know, just yeah. off the top of the dome. So, and that's a good one, right? I think. I mean, how would you rate this? Probably like one of my best interviews. Yeah, and I, and I have two seasons, so I probably this is probably up there. I mean, it felt very generic, nothing scripted. You know, one through ten. Would you rate one to ten? Ten. Oh man, like that's, that's high, ten. bro. Hey, you know what? Because <laughs> no, 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 I'm good with you. you know, I just want to make this better, you know. Yeah. And you know, my thing with my podcast, I just want to make it better, you yeah. know. And we got better, you know. Okay. That's and it. So, Dude, practice makes you, know, you slowly better, but surely. But uh, I got good feelings for this, you know. I appreciate you for, you know, you know, thinking of me and hey, more to come, and more to come with you, man. But we need an ending, dude. I mean, like, uh, we, yeah, we need, how are we gonna do this? We gonna end this? 
Um, well, <laughs> we can simply wrap it up by definitely thanking our sponsors, Maximum Media Group. Uh, Shout out. Check out, check out the podcast there. Um, more to come. Just stay tuned, and uh, we'll see y'all soon. Stay safe. Be well. All right. Uh.